You're listening to a Count Out Podcast. Welcome back to another episode of Independent Waters. I am your host, Mikey Ben Freddy, and joining me, as always, the collection of amazing wrestling matches, Zach Batista. Zach, how are you doing, my man? I am doing fantastic. I am exhausted from all the wrestling we've watched this weekend, but man, I love this season. Speaking of all the wrestling we watched this weekend, we have a gigantic episode for you today. We have, we are back at it again. With a collective special. We had one of these before when it was back in Indy. And it came back into Tampa. And we are so excited to cover. We have, what, six shows to get through today? Yes. We got Bloodsport. We got For the Culture. We got uh, Alley Cat's Real Hot Girl shit. We got Spring Break. We got Big Gay Brunch. And finally, we got Planet Death coming at you, coming at you in this review. And not only is it going to be me and Zach this week, but... We have a myriad of special guests coming in to review different shows with us. Starting off with one in Ryan Knightsey from Hit the Books. Ryan, how are you doing, my man? I'm good. Uh, like he said, exhausted, uh, but I'm happy we're all into it. Yes, I'm, I am the, the lead man of the myriad of Countout Network guests. Uh, I've returned to, to talk about, uh, we're talking, we're, you said we were talking about, uh, VXS lucid dreams, right? Or were we talking about oh. crab wrestling? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, we're talking, totally. yeah, okay, so we're talking about, v- no. we're talking, we're, we're, we're talking, talking, talking about crab wrestling, right? Where <laughs> Laredo Kid, new tag team champion? <laughs> <laughs> no. Real no, promotion, Ryan, re- real promotion in Maryland. <laughs> oh, <my> <laughs> of course it is. Of course, of course Maryland has crab wrestling. Of, of course, course they, they do. love their crabs and their flag. Yeah, that's our yeah. culture. That's our culture. Crabs and crabs and the flag. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, but for real, for real, for real, we are Ryan is here to help us review uh, Josh Barnett's Bloodsport Six, which is the first show of the collective weekend uh, that we all collectively watched. <laughs> collective weekend that we collectively watched. Hey, uh, play. Yeah, so so we're gonna we're gonna go right into Josh Barnett's Bloodsport Six. Uh, let's 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 start us. Let, why don't we just get right into it, boys? Let's do it. Sure. We yeah. got our we got All our right. first. Do we do want to go through the list of competitors first, or do we want to just go match match by match? Uh, let's go match by match. All right. So our first match we got is Janai Kai taking on KZT. I thought this match was like a textbook opener that did a good job of getting anyone new to like blood sports flavor of wrestling, like acquainted with it. I agree, hundred percent. I thought it was a very good intro show. Completely agree. I, I have written down here that it felt like a young lion slash young lioness match, like in like yes. New Japan, where it's like you'd have no idea who these people are. Like I would say the majority of wrestling fans don't know who these people are. 
mm-hmm. but it I was it, it was just to showcase the style of the bout. You know what I mean? Yep. Like showcase of like mm-hmm. this is what Bloodsport's going to be. Yep. This this is what the rest of the night has in store for you. You had mm-hmm. Janai Kai, who had solid strikes throughout this match. It was kind of her bread and butter, where you had KZT was more like a grappler and kind of kept mm-hmm. it more ground and pound. Yes. Or yeah. grounded. Yeah, Janai was definitely trying to get the strikes in, and uh, KZT was like, no, no, no. <laughs> no, 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 not today. But I like... Uh, I like- KZT seemed interesting to me. She she seemed like I was like okay. Like whenever I watch some of these like small level matches, it's whether or not they can uh, put themselves over to me specifically. And it's like okay, KZT. I was a little bit interested. Kai immediately. I was like I was like okay, whatever. But uh, I I didn't see too much of it. But I think it was also you know KZT showcased a little bit more, and I I just enjoyed it. I was impressed by the pure striking ability of Kai, actually. Like, like personally. Uh, there was one huge head kick that oh. Kai got in on KZT that looked like it rocked her. Oh, mm-hmm. I remember that. Oh, mm-hmm. That was nasty looking. Yeah. Uh, but in the end, KZT does end up winning this one with an armbar, uh, making Janai tap out. Uh, this match uh, this match was pretty good, I thought. Was, like you said, it was a, it, like, like we all agreed, it was a good way to open Bloodsport and be like, this is what you're all in store for if you haven't seen this before. Yes. Yeah, and I think that, like, if... I think that was probably definitely the purpose of the match, too, is to to showcase, like, this is what... Remind... Like, I, I'm trying to remember what the... What, what, what do we see? Bloodsport 3 in Indiana, Indianapolis? I believe so. I think we saw... I think it was 4? Uh, I don't f- remember. I think it was 4, I want to say. I need to look this up now. But it was like one of those things where was there three uh, blood sports between Indy and Dow? Am I crazy? There was two, I believe. There was oh two. Really? I no way. Yeah, yeah. No, they had like had like they had two randomly in like a a brick walled uh, building, like warehouse. I had no idea. What? Hold on. Oh my god. Yeah. Holy shit. That's crazy. I'm looking at this. Yeah, Bloodsport three was in October in Indianapolis. Oh yeah, okay. Four was in February of 2021. Wow. Wow. All right. Yeah, this was, <laughs> I think five was like a week later. Yes, it was. <laughs> yeah, three. All the matches. The, yeah. I think, you're talking about Grim versus Matt Mikowski, aren't you? Oh, from three. Yeah, I believe that that was yeah. the opener from three. Correct. Yeah, it was the yeah, opener and that one. Three. That was the one that had like. It uh, as I put it last time, I, it helped establish like, oh, at any moment you can get knocked out. It, yes. it was the same thing. It was the same thing as this as this Janai Kai KZT match, right? It was the it was the the match to introduce people to what Bloodsport could could be like for the rest of the night. That's what it, mm-hmm. I have never uh, and since since uh, like October was my first time when we went to the uh, with the collective the the first time. Uh, that was that was my first introduction to Bloodsport and seeing that. Mikowski grim match and the way it just ended with a power bomb knocking the other person out. I was like, oh, so that's how it's gonna be, you yeah. know. Welcome to the um, hard, yeah. to the hard hitting style of wrestling. Exactly. All right, so so back back on Kai KZT. What are we giving this match? Uh, Ryan, what would you what did you give it? I would give it like a low mark out. Um, Ooh, okay. It, oh, wow. it, it was. I was like. Slight, uh, slightly surprised of like you know zero expectations and I think it you know obviously met that but it superseded that uh, mm-hmm. it superseded nothing so I guess it's that good 
but uh, but like you know, it was one of those things where I was like, I wasn't expecting anything, but it was like, okay, I actually kind of like this, and I was like, okay, I'm enjoying myself, I'm having a good time, a uh, you know, solid opener uh, from two people I've never seen before, and I was like, okay, good, I, I very you know very low mark out, but I was like, you know, it's definitely good. All right, yeah, I have I have high math for this one, which is probably the same thing as low mark, which is probably a, about the same thing as low mark out. Yeah, yeah. You've, got, <laughs> you've got me sitting over here. I gave it a meh because I was like, it was solid. It's a good match. Yeah, I I really enjoyed this one. Was, that's a good that's a good spectrum of the uh, of of a good match here on the show. Either a meh, mm-hmm. high meh, or the low mark out, like just yeah. cresting it. Yeah, for sure, mm-hmm. for sure. All right, let's get into the next match. We have Matt Mikowski taking on uh, Teddy Carol. I cannot pronounce his last name. Carol? Carol? No. It's some sort Carawee. of French it's, nonsense. It's, it's, a Car- it's like Carawee or something like that. Or oh, Carawee. Man, aren't we just doing the best at these names? Just butchering this. Yeah. I'm so sorry. <laughs> oh. But hey, anyway, you, you pick you pick match. the you pick the event that has all of like the international people. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Hope we don't butcher anyone's name as bad as that. Um, yeah. I actually really like this match. Me too. Me too. This one. Was, this one was solid. I really liked the. Uh, this was another one where it was like definitely just like strikes versus grappling, you know. Mm-hmm. Hetty was trying yeah. to do. Hetty was trying to take take uh, Mikowski to the ground. Mikowski was like, "Nah, nah, nah! I want to knock you the fuck out." Well, I would even say that that was like even more the the second part of the match. Like the beginning of it is was Matt Mikowski trying to grapple with uh, his opponent, realizing I can't, I can't, <laughs> I can't out grapple this guy. I can't out grapple. He's so good. And then he's he quickly transitions into just like strikes, kicks, power moves. Yeah, uh, Mikowski's like, let me try which... to avoid getting grappled at all costs, and I'll keep him at a distance yeah. with my fist arenos. And then it all led to the like the ultimate power move grapple move, which is like the what was it? The uh suplex into the uh, into an arm bar. Yeah, yes. that was nutty, and the way they bounced up off the ring after they hit the they hit the mat, mm-hmm. and then just went right into an armbar transition was amazing. Yeah, I Mikowski had some sick submissions in this match that I really like. Like I like the uh, the standing jumping so did armbar so start Hedy. just hit that off. Oh, Eddie had some great grapples too. It was just a good. Te- it was a good. It was a, it was a great show of both guys because, like Ryan said in the beginning. Uh, Matt Mikowski tried to play the grapple game with Hetty, and it showed off how good, just how good Hetty is at grappling, mm-hmm. and how good he is at yeah. just taking people to the mat. It's Hetty is definitely somebody that I would want to see more of. I I feel like I was like, okay, this was interesting. It it intrigued me enough that I was like, I really want to see more of this guy. Yeah, just to see sort of like I, I was like, there's something here, and I was like, okay, I'm, I'm intrigued to the very least. I'm not yeah. sold, but I'm intrigued. Yeah, I had written mm-hmm. down that Hetty in particular uh, interest impressed me quite a bit because this is the first time I'd ever seen him wrestle. Because I'd seen Mikowski from before from the last sports mm-hmm. that we watched. Yeah, uh, what do we what do we give it this one, boys? I gave this one a high man. I also gave this one a high man. I I gave this one uh, a low mark out. <laughs> <laughs> I really like this. I really enjoyed it. Uh, I thought it was really good. Uh, Matt Markowski is somebody that is like becoming more and more of an interesting person to me. He also had a really good match on action wrestling. Um, with Adam oh yeah, that, all, and... all the IWTV stuff that was also happening at the same time as the collective. God, there's so much. Yeah, wrestling. there's so much became... wrestling this weekend. 
Yeah, I am almost done watching all of the collective, and then I'm moving back into IWTV world. Um, be, and it's 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 it was a tough decision to watch which one. I quickly realized at one point I was like, "Oh wait, IWTV is not getting their stuff all on VOD immediately, while it just uploads the fight immediately as replays." So I was like, "Oh crap, I need to <laughs> figure something out." Uh, and I haven't even watched mm-hmm. like NXT Takeover yet. I I just <laughs> like I'm like I'm behind on everything. But uh, you know, Mamakarski was pretty good. I was really interested by Hetty. I want to see more. Yeah. Mm. I agree. All, All right. right, let's let's get let's let's roll right on right on to the next match. We got Victor Benjamin taking on Bad Dude Tito. Uh, what what do we think about this one? Thoughts? I have this was a solid matchup. Nothing that blew my socks off. I agree. Uh, I I was enjoying how there was some very uh, some very creative transitions between submission holds and the, some very creative train wrestling in this one that I really enjoyed. Mm-hmm. I actually liked how... I agree with Zach. Go ahead. I don't know. I was just going to say, the thing that stood out for me the most was probably the fact that Benjamin's kicks were so, like, quick but precise with it, which, but they were mm-hmm. ironically the downfall, his downfall in this match. Yeah. Because Tito spent the whole majority of this match withstanding these hits, which he could never really retaliate with properly, but he was just kind of waiting it out for an opportunity to grapple Benjamin. And then, case in point, the end of the match... He went for this massive spin kick, and Tito caught it and turned into a heel hook, which he just made him tap out for. Yeah. It's a great uh, thing to say about, like, smart defensive wrestling. If you know your opponent is kicking the crap out of you, you have to quickly figure out a thing of, oh, well, let me catch one of these kicks, turn into a heel hook, and bing, bing, boom, Bob's your uncle, that's it. That's that's it. That's, that's what I wanted to touch on, the fact that, it, it it definitely puts the idea like how the first match put the idea in your head of what Bloodsport's going to be like. Mm-hmm. This one put the idea in of every move you do matters. You know, it it, yeah. it put the idea in my head of like one one little mistake could cost you the match. Mm-hmm. It's counter wrestling. It's counter wrestling. Exactly. It was it was Benjamin constantly going for those kicks, constantly going for those kicks, and then Tito being like, "Oh, you're going for the kicks. Here's my counter. Gotcha." Mm-hmm. It, it's it's uh jay white does this extremely well uh counter wrestling like you like you can see like a bunch of gifts and whatnot of what online I remember what was happening where he was like facing like adam page uh jay white has adam page in a waist lock adam page is trying to elbow out of it of course he hits him once hits him twice and on the third jay white ducks and then catches him into a cyto cyto suplex Ooh. uh and it's just those things of like you know, you recognize what your opponent is doing and what they're going for, and if you realize that, especially in the moment, you can just catch them and you know tear them down. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's, that's also what like blood the bloodsport thing was here is that each match basically has like one thing, and this one match is one thing was counter wrestling. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, which I enjoyed. I appreciate the variety of the matches. There was only I think one match that I wasn't a fan of, but we'll get to that later. Yeah. Uh, what are we giving? What are we giving Benjamin versus Tito? I gave it a uh, meh. I gave it a I gave it a meh as well. I think I I actually I give it the high meh. I liked it. Fair enough. Fair enough. I give it a, I gave it a meh because I start. This is where I like started. I gave all those positive things about counter wrestling, but this is where I started the turn and just be like, I'm feel like I'm seeing a little bit of the same thing. Like it it's it's also the the bad thing about uh, Bloodsport is that uh, is that every match kind of just starts to feel homogenous after a little bit. As it goes on, it starts feeling like I'm seeing the same thing, and there has there, like there wasn't 
I don't even think in all of I can't even remember like all of Bloodsport, even if there was like you know, like the Simon Graham Matt Mikowski match where he hits a back suplex and knockout and it was like, oh, all of a sudden, like two minutes in. It's like I don't even mean. remember if there was a match like that on this blood sport. There was a match that was short. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Uh but it was like there there I was like there needed to be something that was like, you know, like su- sudden surprise and I was just like, ah, oh, I'm I'm, I think I'm there running was... out of it. One match yeah. for me that kind of that did that, but there's, it wasn't like as good as it. Yeah, that's the, that's the thing about Bloodsport, right? Is that it's not like a regular wrestling card where it's like, oh, if you have a match like this, the next one could just be like a lucha match and just get everyone back into it, or it could be a death match next. Like it, 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 it doesn't change very much. The rules are pretty set in stone. Mm-hmm. So every match does start to feel like that little bit of uh, homogenous. It almost feels like a UFC event, you know. Yeah, yeah, which is still exciting and whatnot, but at the end of the day, it is still like, and there's also they're doing the different genres of like I said, like catch wrestling, counter wrestling, you know, mm-hmm. more MMA style, more uh, uh, grapple strike. I mean, you know, there's some, the different some are styles with an all out hockey fight, street fight. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, let's get into the next yeah. match. We got uh, Simon Grimm taking on Alexander James. Uh, what do we think about this one, boys? I'll let Ryan go first for us. Uh, a low meh. <laughs> I <laughs> I was like I wrote I all I, I had three words written down and I, it's uh, another grapple match. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> it was just like this match to me is not was like this is where I meant like I was starting the turn. I was like following up with the match previous Alexander James versus Simon Grimm. I was like I didn't really get anything out of this. This did nothing for me. I mean, I like uh, I, I liked a little bit of it. I, I like the spot. I like the spot where Grim headbutted his way out of the submission, was, and he had like the, he had like the psychoized. That was my favorite mm-hmm. spot of this whole match when he just headbutted him out of it. Yeah, uh, I get that. I get that. But it just it didn't it just didn't do anything for me. I was like, okay, another yeah. match. <laughs> like I was like, okay, whatever. Yeah. So Grim ended up winning this one with a Kimura lock. Yeah, uh, I did yeah, like. like like Ryan said, if it kind of felt like a, a little more of the same, but I, I think I gave this one a meh. I like, think... I, I, like I said, I like the headbutt spot because it, that 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 headbutt spot made it be like, "Yep, this is still wrestling," you know? Yeah, yeah. I I actually gave this a high meh. I was still feeling it at this point, and like one the thing I did like that they decided to add some slams to this match, which the other matches didn't really have. Mm-hmm. Like I like when James gut wrenched, slammed Grim, and then locked in the Boston Crab right afterwards. Yeah. yeah. It was I it was a good match. I mean, I enjoyed myself obviously. Yeah. Yeah, it was the Next it was match right. was Next match was Royce Isaacs taking on Alex Coughlin. This match is one word that I described to it, which is just aggression, aggression. Th- this was an absolute grudge match. What did you guys think about Alex Coughlin? I loved I loved him um like not even getting an intro and like his music hit and he just sprints to the ring. <laughs> I... Every every young lion does that. Every yep. young lion in New Japan is told to do that, and that's what they do. They all sprint to the ring. Really it's terrifying. Yeah, yeah they just like honestly. I had this moment just absolutely lion, booking it, where I was just like, I've seen this man before. I'm like, where have I seen this man? And then I realized that this fucking guy is on. He because they said he was from L.A. Dojo. I'm like, oh, this guy's on New Japan. He's on um the, he's on the USA th- uh, uh part of New Japan. Because I've mm-hmm. I've been getting into New Japan a lot recently, so I saw this guy and I was like, "Oh, this is gonna this guy's gonna beat the shit out of this dude." 
Yeah, uh, trained by Katsuria Shibata, so you already know it's going to be a goddamn <laughs> physical match. Yeah. All of all of those LA Dojo uh, young lions trained by Shibata all have like the Shibata like uh, aggression mm-hmm. uh, and just sheer determination to beat the crap out of you. Yeah, <laughs> like they, I, uh, the beginning of this match, they were just. They were literally just trying to beat each... They were, it was basically like the two of them were trying to just finish each other off as quickly as possible with just these mm-hmm. aggressive-ass strikes and just... They were just go, swinging for the fences, basically. Yeah, this was like a... This was a swinging for the knockout kind of match. Uh, yeah, it was... It, it, it was also one of those matches, uh, as we get to later, and we've talked about it previously, it's, it's also one of those matches that helps certify a finisher. You know, mm-hmm. it helps... Uh, get over that finisher, you know, that single-leg Boston Crab. Yeah. Uh, as Carlton did. I mean, all, every young lion, every young lion's finisher is a Boston Crab. Uh, Coglin here did just a single leg to get the win here. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, it's it's that idea of like you know putting over the putting over the move, showing showcasing why this move is dangerous and why we use this move. You know, that sort of I always sort of enjoy that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's I've never actually thought of it like that. But granted, I haven't seen a young lion use the Boston Crab because the highlight videos I watch never show their damn finishers. <laughs> yeah, uh, I didn't. I don't have much to say about this one. Uh, it's like a, this. This I'm leaving this. I'm leaving this Bloodsport review more more to you two because this is more your mm-hmm. your shit completely than my shit. Uh, mm-hmm. This is not. This is not like, like this is not my style of wrestling at all. Like mm-hmm. I got like don't get me wrong. It was a solid show, solid matches, but I much prefer the the the, the showmanship and the 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 flashiness and the spot the spots of wrestling. You know, the yeah. It's um. It's like in uh, you're you're all D and D people, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, it. Someone said this to me years ago but it's sort of like the difference between being a role player r-o-l-l and a role player r-o-l-e yeah that's like there were yeah. it's all the same thing but at the end of the day uh you know some people might prefer the sports part of it some people might prefer the more entertainment part of it uh mm-hmm. some mm-hmm. people might prefer sports entertainment which i guess is just wwe um but uh but uh it it is that that sort of like idea of like there there's there's there is a spectrum to all of wrestling yeah uh, and it's just figuring out not necessarily where you are on the spectrum but i feel like a, a, a understanding or at the very least appreciating the full spectrum mm-hmm. um is ideal mm-hmm. that's why that's why i watch that's why i i watch bloodsport nonetheless because i want to understand that full that full spectrum and I want to see where everyone is coming from and like what the different kinds of styles of wrestling are instead of just sticking to being like, no thanks. I would like to be entertained please. And that's it. And I think you guys also chose like a great uh, lineup of shows to review, you know, that, that full spectrum we're talking about blood sport, planet death, hot girl shit, big gay uh, brunch, spring break, spring break, big yeah. gay brunch. The the full spectrum of shows there. I think mm-hmm. that's also what Collective does in a, in a good way is present a lot of these good shows, mm-hmm. like full spectrum of shows. Um, yeah, but it's it's very interesting. Yeah, yeah. All right. So after after that, Royce Isaacs, Alex Coughlin match. What are we What are we all giving it? I gave it a meh. Brian gave it a low meh. Zach, what about you? I I mean, I gave it the high meh. Again, okay. 
I was. Still... No, I gave it. Sorry, I gave it a high man. I gave. Oh, it a sorry, high. that was. The, I mixed that up with the last match. I thought that was. I was at least sitting there going like, "Oh damn, he hit the same. He hit him with the same rating shit." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was a fan of this match. I really liked the aggression. The like, I liked the bit of story here being like, "Oh, can Coughlin keep his emotions in check?" And then when he finally did, and he locked the Boston Crab, and he pulled the win out. The other spot I liked in this match that I wanted to mention was the Iranian by Isaacs, uh, yes. where to get out of Coughlin's gut wrench because. It's not something you usually see, but, like, in this context, it takes... The reason why I liked it is because if you've ever done any type of, like, martial arts, if someone does this to you, you're, the wind is just gone from you. You mm. lose all your breath, mm -hmm. and you are fucking exhausted, and I like that because in this type of context, that's devastating for an opponent, and it's kind of hard to come back from that once you get smothered like that. Yeah. It was just a point that I like to... That I just noticed, and I was like, oh. Fair enough, fair enough. All right, let's get let's get into this next match. We've 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 been on Isaac's coffin long enough. <laughs> <laughs> let's move on to the, the the controversial match of the night. Uh, let's get into <sighs> Super Beast versus Schlack. Uh, I just want to say right off the bat, Super Beast, what a large dude. He's huge. <laughs> what a large man he is. <laughs> I just have written down here that these match was at the start was two mountains of muscle going at it because these two are fucking yeah, huge. Two huge dudes. Oh man! If just I saw, a, a just a freaking brawl, right? Just like a brawl, just an two... absolute bar fight between these two. Yeah. Schlack. Oh, bar really fight is such a good word. Yeah, it's, it was like a, it was Sorry, like a bar I... fight, a street fight, a hockey fight. It was just like two guys just like absolutely just slugging each other. Mm. Uh, I enjoyed it. I, enjoy, I I I thought this match was fine because you know it, it you know it was short and whatnot and had a controversial ending, but I you know it, it served the purpose of you know two ma mountains of meat just beating the crap out of each other. If the if they were told to go have a bar fight, I would say they had a bar fight. I I I know a lot of people don't like the way this match ended. But personally, this match in general uh, kind of woke me up a little bit because, like, yeah. like, like, like we were talking about, it, it started getting kind of homogenous where it was like grapple fest, grapple fest, grapple fest, and then all of a sudden it was like Schlack super beast, and you just beat the absolute crap out of each other, and I was like, yeah, yeah. let's go. Makes sense. That's. Hmm. I got. I, I was like. I was like. I was. I was like a high school kid being like, fight, 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 fight. <laughs> Uh, I I won't lie, this didn't do it for me. I, I was really already enjoying my stuff, and then this happened, and I was like, that was short. I did not love the finish. I do respect Schlack for bleeding so hard for the less than two minutes, I believe he was in the or Less <laughs> than three Schlack. minutes. He was, you, he was it's Schlack, what do you expect? Gushing blood. I was like, in hindsight, it makes sense if you're only going to be in the ring for a couple minutes. But I was... I was like, in the, I was kind of spot of like, I appreciate that you had to try to put some variety here, but it just didn't really work for me here. I was listen. I was into it. I was, I was glad fully, that you liked I was, it. I was fully into this one because, like I said, it, it, it broke. It broke that like it broke that uh, that stalemate. I was going when I was starting to get into where it's like, all right, another grapple fest. All right, another submission. Another, oh look, there's another submission. Oh look, they tapped out again. Oh look, another submission. And this one was just like, oh, we're gonna fight, baby. And I'm like, mm. yeah. And Schlack Schlack ended up. Uh, Losing because he bit he bit the <laughs> he bit the ankle of uh, Super Beast, God, which is not allowed. No, it's not. He bit 
they were, I think they're saying that he bit through his boot after the ref told him not to do that. It's like I want to just talk about the 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 tableau of referees at the end there, like. It, it like it like a Last Supper esque tableau where it's just like Schlack and Super Beast in there, and then all the referees are surrounding, like kneeling up to him, like "What are you doing?" And then they're like, "What are you doing?" <laughs> why, why are you doing this? They're like all they're all like uh, cheating towards the audience, like <laughs> "Why, why are you doing this?" But the refs are like, "Quick, play toward the hard cam." <laughs> I'm so, someone went to the performance center. <laughs> I don't know. I like this one. I just like I said, it, it broke it broke the the, homogen, the homogeneity of this whole thing for me. Um, and I, I really liked how I was this one. This one woke me up. You know, it was like yeah, blood sport, woo. You know, I'm gonna give this one a high bet. I was into it. What are you gonna get, Big Ryan? I'm gonna give it like a low meh. Uh, I mean, it's not like a, a, an aggressively mean low meh. It's just like. Uh, it, I, it, it wasn't awful. It wasn't great in my opinion. Cause it was just like, you know, it's two minutes or whatever, less than two minutes. But I, you know, I, I, I was like, it was like, yeah, this is fine. I, I thought it was good. On reflection. I definitely did not. I oh. definitely graded this very harshly when I, when I watched this match, <laughs> I have miss like, out, miss out, miss out, miss out, get it, out of here. On there it did. But you know what? I will give it the low meh because your points of view have given me a thing of like, you know what? Yeah, it was harmless. It it did its thing. It broke up the homogeny of it. I may not have been into it, but you know what? For the two minutes, it wasn't even. It's not like it overstayed its welcome. Thank God. If it overstayed its welcome, mm-hmm. we'd be having a yeah, different conversation. This, if this match was five ten minutes, I would be like, no, no, no. If no, it was no, like five no. ten minutes and then ended the way it did, yeah, it would be like, oh, yeah. But but, but the fact with that, the yeah. fact that it was quick and ended quick, and it was like. Again, I feel like I feel like that was like the wake up match, like just to get the crowd be like, "Hey, crowd, come on, you know, like get, like, get back into mm-hmm. it." Yeah, yeah. It was like the this. It was like it was like you snapping at a dog for attention. Like, hey, hey. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. All right. Uh, yeah. So after after that, uh, we got Masha Slamovich. What awesome name, by the way. Yeah. Taking on taking on Allison K. Uh, hey, hey. I. I love Allison K in Bloodsport. Period. Oh, she's so- this is the kind of wrestling she needs to be doing all the time. She is so good at this. I love. I mean, I'm a side note without rest. I love her that she has Gangsters Paradise as her theme. I will never not vibe to that theme. <laughs> yeah, it's always a it's always a bop. Uh, my, listen, Masha put in her Masha put in her shit in this match too. I thought this match was just awesome. Great transitions, like. Great, great groundwork, great transitions, great chain wrestling, awesome strikes from both of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ryan, what do you think? You've been quiet. You've been quiet since we started this one. I'll be, I'll be the uh, the opposite take of this match. I didn't really like this at all. Uh, I had I, a feeling me, with the way was... the way you were like the moment you said you loved Allison K, As... and then there was nothing from him. I was like, oh, he did not. <laughs> I, I did not like this. I just felt like it was, you know, a lot of that classic, like, grapple fuck into the finish. It, I have written down here, first match I saw was let down. I was like, I, I was like, I was, I just didn't, I just did not like this match I don't know, I was, whatsoever. I, I liked it. I liked the, I liked the heavy strikes. I liked the fact that Masha tapped because Kay was just, like, beating her head in. Oh, yeah. I, uh, I, one thing I did like this match was, my favorite part of it, 
It was when Slamovich went for the spin kick and Kay ducked it and hit the backdrop, only for Masha to then just kick Kay in the face, spin yeah. kick her again, and then gut wrench her. Yeah, that that hook kick like rocked her. This match also, I think, kind of had this like, little mini story in there going like the K felt like the more experienced competitor. Like Masha looked more tired and like interesting. More, like the way it looked, like the way from appearance wise, Masha looked a lot less like composed for herself. Like by the end of the match, Masha's face was red, her hair was messed up, and K looked like fine. Mm-hmm. And she was like, "Yep, this is mm-hmm. my everyday shit, man." Yeah, I don't know. I was into this one. I give this one a high meh for me. This one got a meh from me. Thought it was fine. It's a nice back and forth affair between these two. Ryan, Ryan. what did you give it? I gave it a miss out. Unbelievable! <laughs> Damn. Well, this is skip this is... the match. <laughs> Damn. Okay. Okay. All this right. is this is the spectrum we get. This is fine. This is everyone's yeah. opinion. I'm no. It, it was just. It was just. I just felt like it was just like, you know, like I said, like the the classic like grapple fuck, just like. Just like grappling, but not going anywhere, and then like, and then it led to the finish, which was more interesting. But then it was just like, we're just gonna waste time grappling, and then get to the finish. I was just like, no, I, don't. I, I had no need for this. Get out of my sight. Fair enough. Fair enough. I I I, I was a fan of the finish. Like I said, it, it was like I like I like when people tap. I like when people tap. Uh, not from a submission hold, but from just constantly getting hit in the head. <laughs> you know, just smash yeah. your head. Yeah, just from getting like hammer fisted over and over, and it's like, all right, I'm done, I'm done. Please stop. Please stop. <laughs> Please stop punching me. I'm actually uh, excited right. to hear how Ryan feels about the next match. Speaking of the next match, we got Yoya taking on Leo Rush. Uh, this is this is definitely the the, the featherweight division. Oh yeah, this of, is the fastest paced match Blood of Sport. the night by far. This is this is the the tiny dudes in Bloodsport. We, we we've seen we've seen mountains of meat and big boys, and now it's just like. Two skinny dudes being like, let's go. They did about everything they could within the realm of blood sport. It's a little That's bit personal sure. between these two, huh? Like, like these two, they, 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 there's a little bit of a personal grudge here between these I two. I love the start of the match where that showed where Leo put Yoya on his ass and was just talking shit in his face and putting his finger in his face. And the whole time I was mm-hmm. sitting there going, why isn't he not beat his ass? And then he grabbed his arm and put him in, a, in, a, in an R bar immediately afterwards. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I thought- yes. I thought Yoya also did a really good job of like playing def- playing a defensive game in this one. Like there was a lot of Leo Rush trying to get in submission holds and Yoya blocking him, mm-hmm. or like tra- Leo trying to get in slams and Yoya blocking him. Yeah, uh, Ryan, again, you've been quiet. Me, that scares me. No, 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 I really like this match. I really enjoyed myself watching this match. To me, this match felt more just about like putting over Leo Rush as like also a wrestler, wrestler. Mm-hmm. Um, than like the high flyer that he's known as. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, to me, that's what the, the, this match's purpose was: is to put over Leo Rush as that kind of guy. I think this was his blood sport debut, and I think it was a solid debut. I loved his attire coming out in the singlet yeah. and the shooter boots. Love that shit too. Uh, I I I love it. It was so good when he came out. I was like, oh boy, this man's wearing. He's got a, a wrestle wrestle. <laughs> It's like, let's do it, baby. I'm in for it. I love it. Uh, and I really enjoyed it. I really liked it. I loved it. when he fucking just yanked Yoy, When he fucking yanked Yoy off the ring post, hit the spin kick, and then just a la Kurt Angle took the straps off his single and just suplexed the shit out of him. I was like, yes. Yes. Oh, yeah. There was one really crazy knee strike from Yoya that got me, that like popped me off. It was like, 
Yo-Yo was just like, I don't know what, I don't know what led up to it, but I remember it just being like, like it just, it just happening in the absolute blink of an eye. Yo-Yo just rocking Leo with a knee. Uh, I also really like the finish of this match, by the way. Mm-hmm. Uh, the spinning mm-hmm. slam by Rush into the Anaconda Vice Lock. Yes. Yeah. I, I really like this match. Yeah, this one was good. It was, what I really liked about it is that it was, I, I wasn't expecting this from Leo Rush. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like it, it was like I was like, oh, okay, okay. Let's. I want to see more of this. Rush just being like, look what I can do, and you cannot. <laughs> and also, it's just like, man, Leo Rush is really good at wrestling. Yes. Leo Rush is just good, man. Leo Rush is just. He's good. just. He's good at so many different styles, and it's like, man, WWE. How did you mess this dumb. up so badly? <laughs> Come on, guys. He's really good. He's really good. Yeah. He is. Yeah, it's unbelievable. God. All right, so what are we giving this one? I'm taking it a mark out. I'm giving it the high met here. Mark out as well. All right, nice. Mark Fucking out well as well. Deserved. Uh, yeah. Uh, but, uh, I don't think we mentioned it, but Leo Rush ends up winning this match with an arm bar. Like, he gives him, like, a uh, a, a body press into... Was it? I mean, yeah, I, I that don't was know. the Anaconda Vice Lock. Because I remember... Uh, I, could, I could tell during this match I was fading. Because I was tired. Because my uh, my notes, my like, I'm, my like writing is like, <laughs> it's like going away into like just scribbles, <laughs> and I can't even read what I wrote. You're, you're dying <laughs> as the match is happening. Yeah, literally, it was like a. <laughs> oh man. Well, I ended say- up I, I ended up waking myself up after that though because we got next match we got ktb taking on davy boy smith jr that's the hoss you, fight if i've ever seen one say you want to talk hoss fights this is a hoss fight this was great uh, this is great this is a, a solid simple match where it's same thing that we see davy boy smith do every single time we're just putting over that power bomb and i think ktb did a really great job of selling that tower that power bomb Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. This was this was uh da- this this match was Davy Boy Smith dominating through and through. Yeah. Yeah. I actually like that. Uh, it kind of makes sense in the story of that. This is KTB's like I think was this his debut in the in Bloodsport? Am I not incorrect saying that? What was it? That this was KTB's debut in Bloodsport. I don't know. I think I it know is. that he wasn't. I know he wasn't ex- experienced as Davy Boy Smith, which made sense because basically. Davey just kind of out-wrestled him a lot of this in the beginning of this match, and then when, like, that mm-hmm. didn't work, KTB was like, alright, I'm gonna do the thing I'm good at, which is being a brick, sh- a fucking brick shithouse, I'm gonna fucking beat the shit out of you and slam your ass. Yeah. And then Davey Boy was like, no, 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 my son. Let me show you how to slam people around this ring. You wanna know how to slam people, this is how you slam people. Eat this it's power a power bomb and knocks them the fuck out. <laughs> it was a good way to also reestablish Davey Boy Smith, cause... I, I I at least know this coming out of Bloodsport Five, where he lost to John Moxley. Um, mm-hmm. This is like that that quick like this is like what you do when you have when you're building up someone to take on like a top champion and they lose. You have them win the mm-hmm. first match afterwards to like reestablish like oh wait he's still a monster badass. We can't <laughs> we don't forget that part. Yeah, he can still he can still destroy people and also. Mm-hmm. I have this. I have a question. This when I wrote it down. Where is what is where and what is Davy Boy Smith Jr. doing? Like, where is he going? Is he doing anything? Like, 
He he left New Japan. He left MLW. He wants to wrestle on Bloodsport, and that's. I don't know. Yeah. Actually, I was gonna say MLW, but then you said he left, and I was like, oh well, then I have absolutely no idea anymore. Yeah, like he he doesn't work for these companies, and I was like, all he really is doing is these like couple of matches every year. So I'm just sort of like, what is what what is Davy Boy Smith doing? Like, is he trying to get back in WWE? Know. Like, is he trying AEW? Did- I don't know. The last no, thing because if he gets back in WWE, the... he can't do Bloodsport anymore. That's the last true. thing he did was the Hall of Fame, if I recall. It was the Hall of Fame last night. Well, yes, for his, for his father. Yes, I think that. that oh, was right, that. I forgot he was there. Yeah, I was at least sitting here, and I was like, "Yeah, did he do anything?" Else? No, I no, don't they actually, think they, so. no, they didn't bring in Davy Boy Smith Davey Jr. Boy. They just dug up Davy Boy and just was like, "Here you um, go." <laughs> Davy Boy Smith Jr. was like, "Hold on, let me knock this guy out real quick, then go and duck my father into the WWE Hall of Fame." Mm-hmm. Uh, what are we feeling for the rating here, fellas? I gave this one a high math. I also gave this one a high math. I gave this one a meh. I gave this one a meh. It wasn't yeah. necessarily high meh because if it was if his match was like a little bit longer, maybe it would have given a high meh. Or if KTB just did a little bit more. You know, mm-hmm. I want to see Iron Beast KTB, not just normal KTB. I mean, we got to see Iron Beast KTB uh, during spring break, which was fucking awesome. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes, it was. We'll be getting to that later. Yeah. Uh, we got next up. We got Rocky Romero taking on Travel Guerrero Jr. I do not have a lot written about this match, so I'll let you guys take this away. Me neither, really. I have. I have. Uh, the fact I like the really good. I like that it was solid chain wrestling in the beginning, where they ba- they basically haven't broken. Like like they held each other's wrists and like kept control of each other like for a good while in the beginning of this one. Mm. Yeah, I was hoping for more out of this just because of who was in it. Uh, I get, we do have to remember that Rocky, no, it's not Rocky, but Chavo Guerrero is 50 years old, so yes, maybe that was part of it. Um, yeah. But I was, you know, with Romero's background and everything, I was just hoping to see more out of Romero here. Uh, I like that Chavo Guerrero in a blood sport match teased the three amigos, um, yes. which I think is hilarious. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. And it was just also one of those matches to showcase how move can just be everything. Right? Romero was always ahead, then one brain buster, and that's it. That's that's yeah. my interpretation of the matches. Romero's took, on yeah. top of Guerrero. Guerrero hits one brain buster. Bing, bang, boom, we're done. Rest yeah. like that's it. You're that's, out. But You're basically, I wrote it. Yeah, is that he hit the three? He hit technically the three amigos, but like in little bursts. But like it literally just once he hit one move, it was over for Romero because Romero didn't realize how much it fucked him up until the brain buster him, and it was like, yep, and you're done. You've lost now. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I think that it's, again, I, I think this match would have been actually better if it was earlier the night, just to sort Probably, of showcase yeah. that idea. I gave this one a meh. Me as well. On the side note, though, Chavo looks great for his age. Yeah. I was like, this <laughs> man is fucking... What, how old is Chavo again? 50. 50 years old. I was like, this man's 50 and he looks great. I mean, we, listen, we know how great we know how great 50 year olds could look. We we just had a we just reviewed the two called Scorpio match. Yes. Uh all right, next up, we got Shane Mercer, the other member of Iron Beast, taking on Chris Dickinson. What do we think about this one? I was a little disappointed with this match. Uh, I, I, I felt that it was one of those matches where I, it, there wasn't really anything special that I got out of this match. And I was like, I, I recognize that it could easily be my expectations going in, but it, it was sort of in the same vein. Not, I didn't like it. I, I didn't dislike it as much as the Allison K. Masa Slamovich match, 
But it was one of those things where like my expectations were definitely higher and they were not met, so I was let down. Gotcha. Yeah, I mean it was it was a semi main, right? So it's like there, there, there's, exactly there's, there's 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 like uh already an expectation of it going into it that's like Yeah. It needs to be good, you know. Um yeah. I personally didn't think this one was too this one was 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 bad. Uh I thought it was a solid matchup. I like I like how Dickinson always starts his matches fast. I think that's that's mm-hmm. a cool little like uh unique thing that he does where he just like gets in there and he's like, Alright, I'm gonna go in I'm gonna go in. You know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh I my favorite part of this match is personally was the ending sequence. Mm-hmm. Where um Dickinson hit the huge kick and palm swiping Mercer. Mercer power bombed him and he got Mercer uh, Dickinson locked the heel hook into a cross face, but he got thrown out of the ring and then came back, hit the snap German, Mercer hit his own German, and then Dickinson enziguried him into an over the, the like a judo throw over his shoulder into an arm bar. This because it was just kind of like like explosive, yeah. Like the way I describe it. This match to me felt kind of like a dick swinging contest where it was like anything you can do, I'm gonna try to do better. You know, <laughs> like like these two were just trying to one up each other in terms of like power. It felt yeah. like, yeah, um, yeah. I don't know. That, that's what this, that that's the vibes that's what came off to me. But I, I didn't mind it. I liked it. I gave this one a meh. I gave this one a. I was torn. I, I put this one as like a high meh slash meh. But I think I'm gonna go meh. I went. I, like, l- I went low. End. I went low meh. Okay. Almost missed out. I, like Almost. I said, like it was like slightly. It was disappointing for me. I wanted more from this. And I didn't mm-hmm. get it. Well, Ryan, let's fix your disappointment right now, and we get into the main event. Yeah, let's let's get yeah, into the, let's get into the main event. We got John Moxley taking on Josh Barnett. This was a fucking awesome. battle. Yeah. Oh, I love this fucking match. These two absolutely destroyed each other. And I loved every single minute of it. Just oh. an absolute blood fest. Put the blood and sport into blood sport. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, just completely brutal all the way through, especially the ending with Barnett just stomping oh. way too long on Mox's head. He just and then, oh, he and just then Mox the being like, and then Mox being like, "Why did you stop it, ref?" While he's like stumbling around, barely able to stand. Mm-hmm. I love when he's at the mm-hmm. end. He's like, "You tried to kill me." He's like, "You fucking need me in the face and fucking busted me open." The fuck? Yeah, those those knees from Mox were brutal. I was like watching this with my girlfriend night. We couldn't figure out if if there was blading happening or hard way blood openings happening. I, think I was, was like, for sure hard way. Yeah, I was like, I fucking that. elbowed his face in. Yeah, yeah. Um, as it I, was, as it, I it was looked really like the hard good. way because it looked like Barnett was like just knuckling him like at one point. I really love this match. It was, I think, of what I've seen so far, definitely in the top five best matches possibly of the weekend, mm-hmm. at the very least of what I've seen. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, this was just so good. It was just such yeah. a good match. I love uh, uh, that Mo- I love that Moxley lost. Yeah. Uh, because yeah. I love that Josh Barnett in... Uh, not necessarily his first outing. I don't remember what the what the answer was the uh, last time he competed in a blood sport match. Uh, someone doesn't mind looking that up. Mm-hmm. But I, I love right now. I love that Josh Barnett is the big bad king of the hill that he is. Uh, I love that Moxley didn't get the win here. 
Mm-hmm. I could easily see a rematch between the two, and I'll, in fact, I would obviously want a rematch. And maybe season, we'll get it. I'll, I'll maybe we'll get a rematch because guess what? This was Moxley's first clean United States uh, loss. Hmm. Uh, so get ready to see Josh Barnett challenge for the IWGP United Happy States title, baby. Yeah. yeah. Guess who's first in line for that? Yeah, oh. get out of the way, Kenta. Get out of the way, <laughs> Dickinson. We're coming after you, Josh Barnett. By the way, Mike uh, Ryan, the last time Barnett was in a Bloodsport, by what I've seen, it was in Bloodsport 2 when he beat Dickinson. Or no, beat Dickinson, Dickinson beat him by knockout. Oh, yeah. You know, it might have been the other way around. Like, Barnett beat Dickinson by knockout. <laughs> How, what do you mean the other way around? Aren't you looking at Cage Match or something? I'm looking at Wikipedia, so it's okay. the way they worded it. Very <laughs> bad. I'll look it up. I'll look it up then. Yeah, you look it up. Uh, one thing I want to talk about this match is I actually like the this little mini uh, consistency, the theme of this match being like Moxley basically having the upper hand because of how unorthodox he was going. Like, he was joint manipulating Barnett. He... <laughs> He would just beat him up to get out of holes, as opposed to like doing the other, th- the smarter thing of actually just countering the hold. Mm-hmm. And I like how, like, once Barnett actually started to use similar things, such as just beating the shit out of Moxley when he started getting into a hold, like Moxley just kind of lost his upper hand on him. Yeah. Oh my uh, god! Here we go. Uh, Josh Barnett has competed in Bloodsport three times. Oh. Once at the first Josh Barnett Bloodsport in the main event, yeah. where he took on Minoru Suzuki in a time limit draw. I need to watch that. Match. I did watch that. Match. Uh, I believe that I believe that's one on YouTube. Uh, oh, Bloodsport two, he defeated Chris Dickinson by referee decision, and then same thing here against John Moxley. So I love that at his own show, nonetheless. But I love that Josh Barnett is like the the king of the mountain. That he is the the cha- quote unquote the championship, which is defeating jo- rising up the ranks to challenge Josh Barnett and hopefully defeat him. So far, the person who's gotten closest is Suzuki, and it was a draw. Yes, which it makes sense, because it's Suzuki. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's Minoru fucking Suzuki. The man the, laughs. But that's the thing, though. Head. But th- this is the sort of long-term story that Josh Burnett is seemingly telling, which is, if Suzuki couldn't do it, Dickinson couldn't do it, uh, freaking uh, uh, John Moxley couldn't do it, who will? Who will do it? And why is it Leo Rush? <laughs> why is it oh, all-American oh. grappler Leo Rush? I would love to see these two in a match. Just I, one, I'd love to see Barnett ragdoll Leo, but I'd like to see what Leo could do with Barnett. Mm-hmm. What a So, what a show this was. There was a lot of matches right on this one. Uh, what, what are we giving the show as a whole in terms of miss out mayor mark out? Well, to, uh, to, for just to be clear, for the Moxley blood sport. Oh, I think um, I think we're all Barnett giving that match. a mark out. That's a mark out. Yeah, I think that's across the board. We're all a mark out here. Yeah, yeah, across the board. You can yeah. hear it in our voices. Yeah. Um, the whole show, I would give it a high meh. I'm with that. Like same. The, like it. Moxley blood, Barnett was really great. Uh, but there, there was a lot of stuff that was just like, okay, yeah, you know, that was pretty good. That was, you know, not yeah. that bad. Like, there was uh, a lot of fine matches mixed in with the great matches. If I were to recommend this, I would definitely say, you know, definitely watch the main event. Watch, I would say, the Leo Rush match. Yep. And you could probably get away with not really watching anything else. 
uh but you know otherwise i, I think it was like you know but it, you can but i would definitely say like if you're interested in it watch it just because but mm-hmm. it's not mm-hmm. like a must the rest of it wasn't like must see uh barring the main event yeah i, yeah. I mean all, all, all in all it was a good pay-per-view like we said i think we all gave it the high met here uh all in all, mm-hmm. I, I enjoyed it. I like I really like the show, and that's, that's saying a lot for me because I feel like this this one took a little more out of me because, like I said, it wasn't very much my style of wrestling. So, um, the fact I think the fact that I still gave it the high man and still really liked it says something. <laughs> yes. Yeah. No. Yeah. It definitely was saved by the main event. I agree. If the main event didn't wasn't there. It would be like uh, I don't know. This was this if was the main okay. event wasn't there, it'd be really disappointing. It'd I be mean, like that's, okay, that's what the main event does, right? Yeah, the high met would kind of be a hard sell for me. Mm-hmm. I feel like I would be more lean towards in that territory. But yeah, I'm into I'm into high met on this one. That's 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 yes. blood sport. Agreed. All right. Well, thank thank you so much, Brian, for uh, joining us for this one, bud. Of course, of course, an hour-long review of Bloodsport. I'm very excited. I'm very excited to listen to the rest of you guys' reviews and takes, whether it be a two-parter episode or not, uh, and maybe it maybe it's shaping up into one. Uh, <laughs> <Dang>. <laughs> because there's well, to be also fair, I think Bloodsport had the most matches out of any any of these shows. Yeah, maybe Spring Break yes. it can rival that. Well, the thing the, the Bloodsport um, matches were a little shorter, right? Yeah, uh, so that yeah. there's that at least. Well, uh, the same on each card, I believe. Or oh, maybe Spring Break ready. might have it beat by one. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, uh, I thought Bloodsport was pretty good. Uh, you know, uh, like I said, hi, man. Thank you guys so much for having me on. And, of you know, excited to uh, listen to the rest of it. All right, Ryan, before you go, anything you got to plug? Uh, what, if I, what if I was just like, no, good. <laughs> uh, no, I'm not doing anything. No plugs. Uh, no, uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Ryan Nightsey. You can listen to my shows on the Countout Network here. If we're all, all representatives of Countout, uh, will be on this program, I believe. Oh, except for Sean, but who cares? <laughs> <laughs> we love you, Sean. Oh my God. <laughs> I love Sean. <laughs> uh, I love you, Sean. Oh. Uh, no, but uh, you can check me out on uh, Hit the Books every single Friday. Um, by time, if you're listening to this, then you are WrestleMania review, not WrestleMania review, but WrestleMania show came out already. So go check that out, uh, and then also listen to my show G1 and Only, where I review uh, people that have competed in the G1 Climax, New Japan's G1 Climax only once. Comes out every other Monday on the Canada Network. All right, thank you again, Ryan, for joining. <laughs> thank you, everybody, for listening to this one. We'll be heading to For the Culture next. Get strapped in, folks. Great show. See you hey, next that's time. My line. On, see you in a minute. <laughs> see you in literally like a minute from now. All right, we just want to give a quick shout out to Ryan Knightsey again for joining us for that Bloodsport review. We had an awesome time. Uh, I what an awesome show that was, right? Oh, it was so fucking good! Crazy, crazy. I, I, Bloodsport is such like a weird, different world of wrestling. It really is, and I love. I just love watching it so much. Every like every year, it's just like a nice like. Yeah, like I say, it's like a unique flavor of wrestling that you get to see. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's it's that nice that nice it's 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 nice and unique. It's different, you know. The no ropes, the no ropes make the no ropes. How they like introduce all the fighters and have them line up in the beginning. It just oh. feels special. 
It does. I oh, can't ever get enough of it. Speaking of special shows, we have a pretty special one uh, right now to review. And we're taking a look at For the Culture. Oh, uh, man. Coming I... up. Right, coming up right on the tail of Bloodsport, right after. <sighs> right after, uh, this was a late one. This was. I think I, I had to watch this one in parts because it was. I I, I think I, I knocked out half. What I was trying to watch it live as best as I could, but I think like halfway through the show, or like maybe like three quarters of the way through the show, I was like dead. Uh, I didn't even get a chance to see this live. I literally waltzed in on Friday, watched hot girl shit. Watched mm-hmm. for the culture, and then I was midway through Bloodsport when I walked over to your when I went to your house, and we watched Spring Break. I was oh, we watched a lot of we watched a lot of wrestling. Yeah. Oh man, this weekend has been. I think collectively, I did the math. I and you have watched over a day's worth. Collectively, of wrestling. good one. <laughs> oh, I love how I just randomly pun sometimes <laughs> by accident without even trying. Got but yeah, a little bit over a day's worth of wrestling this whole weekend. Yeah, yeah, it was it was a wild a wild weekend. Um, so let's <sighs> let, why, don't, why don't we get right into it? Mm-hmm. All right. So our first match, we got the six man scramble. Yes, that would with be... AC Mack, Alpha Zoe, D Rogue, Mysterious Q, Robert Martyr, and Troy Hollywood. Yes, I thought this match did a great job of showcasing each competitor. I agree. I agree. This was they 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 all got their shit in as as one mm-hmm. would say, right? As in the wrestling world. Exactly. Like I love the sequences by Q in the beginning of this match, like the Hurricane Rana which set into the Sling Blade DDT combo on both opponents or the DDT mm-hmm. Face Buster that he did off of Martyr off the shoulders of Rogue, which I thought was sick. Yes, that was very cool. I always love the I always I I really quick just want to go a little bit out of the match. I always love when AC Mack gives himself his intro. Oh, it's so! I literally, by the end of this of this whole event, I was I was um, saying his inner his uh, intro along with him because I just I love it so much. Coming in at a lean two hundred and seventeen pounds from the swamps of Atlanta, Georgia. <laughs> so good! Oh, I love it. Uh, yeah, this one was this one was fun. Like you said, everyone everyone got their shit in. It was super super chill. Mm-hmm. I really, I really, it was a really gr- good opener for, for for the culture. Yep, I really loved how like Martyr had this never say die attitude, where like he just kept going through, like let's fucking go, gets destroyed, comes back, it's like let's fucking go, and just kept t- taking everyone mm-hmm. on. I thought it kind of. Sorry, go ahead. You go. No, no, no. Uh, I was gonna say this kind of this one just felt. It didn't feel like a scramble match. It just felt like a series of short one on one matches. Yes. Like, there were points of the match, like, there were some sections of the match where, like, Zoe had a bunch of really good strikes, which I was a very big fan of for this match. Mm-hmm. I, Mac had, like, Mac did the perfect job here of just being, like, the, the, uh, the, like, the shit, the, um, the chicken shit heel that runs out of the match, and then the moment someone's popping off just runs in and ruins their fun. Yeah, exactly. That and, was, uh, that was really, really good. I, there was, the there the- was one awesome spot where Mysterious Q did, like, a DDT off of somebody's shoulders. Oh my god! To yeah. somebody else, which was sick. I forgot exactly who was in that it spot. It was um, Martyr. It was off of Rogue's shoulders because I had re- I talked about it for a second there because like this, we're no we're gonna be able to talk about everything in detail. Exactly, but there but there there were some spots that yeah, said that was great. Us. I thought Hollywood looked like a damn star in this match, dude. Like his triple mm-hmm. running knee into triple punt kicks was awesome. Like he just had this infectious energy that made me like just pumped to watch more wrestling. Yeah, me too. Um, and. Troy Hollywood ended up speaking of looking like a star. He ended up winning this match. Yes, he did with it with his big gut buster. Mm-hmm. I uh, being like, "Oh, that's your fit." I was like, "Oh, okay, dope." 
Yeah, it was sick. Uh, so what do we? Like I said, we can't really go into this match because we got a lot of reviewing left yeah. to do on this show. So uh, let's let's get through this one quick. Uh, what do we what do we give in this one? I give this match a high meh. I give it a meh. I liked it. Just I give regular. It the, yep. I I just liked how they showcase each guy really well, and you know, like I always like events like these because they show me new wrestlers that I've never seen or heard of before that I will most certainly be watching in the future. Mm-hmm. This is a good example of that. Like I didn't know, I didn't know Hollywood. I didn't know who Martyr was. I didn't know who Zo was or Rogue was. And after this, I'm like, I need to watch some more matches. Mm-hmm. Some good yeah. shit. Yeah, for sure. Uh, after that, we have the Impact Knockouts Tag Team Title Match. Uh, we got Willow Nightingale and Brooke Valentine, Thick and Juicy 2.0, taking on Kiera Hogan and Tasha Steele, Fire and Flavor, obviously from Impact, coming in as the Impact Tag Team Champions. Mm-hmm. I believe. Uh, the, uh, and they ended match- up putting their titles on the line as a yeah, surprise. Yeah, this came. This is impromptu, right? Yeah, no. This match was this match was scheduled, but it wasn't for the titles. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then uh, Fire and Flavor were like, "You know what? We're doing it. Titles on the line. Let's go. Easy. Yeah. So yeah, we we got an impromptu mm-hmm. title match, which was cool. I uh, I thought the first half of this match was good. It like showcased the tandem offense of Fire and Flavor, who were the established tag team and champs going into this one. Mm-hmm. Like they were just kind of like beating down. I believe it was Valentine who. Uh, basically got all the heat on her. Yeah. Uh, I thought for, for me personally, I think the match popped off after Valentine speared steals when she had Nightingale on her shoulders, which mm-hmm. led into some awesome kicks by Hogan to knock Valentine out, and then a Death Valley driver by Nightingale on Hogan, and then a, a slick-as-hell cutter by Steels on Nightingale. As you can see, like oh. I said, it popped off. One of my favorite spots is when Valentine had Kira Hogan for like a... It was like a fallaway slam. Mm-hmm. And she, like, did the fallaway slam, landed on her back, and, like, threw Kira, but then Tasha Steeles caught Kira Hogan and oh, slammed Kira onto Brooke Valentine. Yeah, I remember that. It was a good one. That was, that was so, that was super sick. These two had good, uh, these, like, these two had really good chemistry together. I mean, they're the tag champs. I mean, they're the tag, yeah, they're the impact tag champs. Of course they do. Uh, oh, I'm going to this quick. I actually really like the finish. I believe it Me was... Too. Hogan super kicked Nightingale. She went for the gut wrench. Steals then hit a crucifix bomb, and then Hogan hit a swinging fisherman neckbreaker. Exactly. Yep, that's what I have written down here. It was super super sick finisher. Uh, this match was this match was uh pretty solid. Yeah. Uh, I have it billed as a meh. It's good. Nothing bad. I have, it as a, I have it as a high meh. I thought it was solid. Fair enough. Fair enough. I, I liked it. It was a good match. Solid. Mm-hmm. It definitely pumped. It definitely pumped me up for the rest of the card. After seeing some 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 cool uh, tag team action, you know, yeah, makes sense. Uh, F, so let, let's move on to the next match. We got PB Smooth taking on John Davis. Yep. Uh, uh this, this match one was, was cool. This was this was a big boy battle. Yes, this was uh this match was the uh, the young cocky rookie trying to prove himself to the experienced hard hitting veteran, but they're both mm-hmm. big boys too. So it was. They are both very large. Yes, I uh, I actually like throughout this match. Just a quick note, like how... PB, sorry, PB Smooth is like tall, large, and John Davis is like wide. Yes, large. <laughs> the two, the battle, of the two, uh, what's the word? Two definitions of big boy. Oh yeah, still, still both muscular. Don't get yes. me wrong. I'm not saying one. I'm not saying John Davis yeah, is fat wide. Just, I'm saying large he's large like, lads. He is just a lot of muscle mass. Yeah, and he definitely showed it in this match because his his style was. Basically, the epitome of simple but effective. Like he just he beat the shit out of Smoothier in this match. Mm-hmm. Like, like the commentary I think yeah. said best. It was like a dad basically scolding his kid in the beginning of this match. 
because <laughs> like as this match grew more like grew like went more and more onwards like davis's respect kind of grew for smooth more and he started treating him less like a, like a rookie more like a threat but like at the beginning of this match he was just like just sunning him it was just sunning him just sunned i yep. uh I will say though that Smooth had some really nice points in this match. Like he had a great comeback where he like big booted Davis, hit him with the snake eyes, and then hit him with a mm-hmm. splash into an inverted DDT leg drop, which I thought was really cool. Yes, yeah, there was some cool. Yeah, I, I like the spot where uh, from Davis actually, where he hits the spine buster into the shining wizard. Oh yeah, that was a good one too. Yeah. Oh my god, there was a Smooth forearm STO scenes where he like punched him in the face and then just absolutely just dropped him with an STO. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, what else is there? Uh, uh, there's that sick driver that uh, Davis ends up winning the match with that I. Oh, loved. the curb stop into the pile driver bomb, which bounced smooth off the mat. Yeah, he ends up winning with that, which was which was sick. Yeah. That when that move hit, I was I like I popped a little. That was awesome. Yeah, I was like, oh, and I love how right before this, you saw smooth get mad. Like, all right, motherfucker. All right, fine. I'll I'll treat you as an actual threat. Get get, <laughs> get fuck, idiot. Bam. Oh. Yeah. I was a fan. Yeah, he hit him. He hit him hard. Yeah, me too. Uh, it was a, it was a solid singles match between these two for sure. What would uh, you I I think I gave it the high meh. I think I believe I liked I, it a lot. I believe I gave it a meh. Okay. It was good. Okay, it was good. Fair solid enough. Solid between these two, but like, see, like this is the thing about these the rings I've written down here from before is that the wrestling from this show and all the shows were all really good. This one in particular, mm-hmm. I remember thinking to myself. Everything was so good that it got to a point where, like, matches that would be rated as probably higher if it was by themselves kind of started to get, like, more, like, evened out because of how many good matches I saw on this card. Yeah. Like, I want to say that on a fact here. There was not a bad match on this card. Everyone, No, put, not at all. Everyone, not at all. Like, they were talking about how Grey Hand picked this roster. Grey did a fan-fucking-tastic job. Everyone came here and put work in and made... Ugh, they They made their fucking statement in this... In this card, for me, at least. Yeah, this this uh this was like AJ Gray's baby. This this card, so good. Mm-hmm. Speaking of All which, right. let's go into yeah, a match that of... I was oh, I was really hot on this match. Yeah, next up after after John Davis PB Smooth, we got a fatal four way match. I guess we can't say fatal four way because that's trademark. But we have a four way match. Yeah. Oh, is it really trademarked? I think so because they they never call it, nobody ever else ever calls it a fatal four way they just call it four way matches or like four way scrambles or something like that. Oh my god! And I'm not. It's like a shower thought now. I'm thinking here. I'm like, wait a second. Yeah, wait, <laughs> wait no one. Wait a second. But <laughs> Continue it, it's, a, it's a four way match between Calvin Tankman, Andy Brown, Frontman Jaw, and Myron Reed. This match fucking slapped. Or ja, Frontman Jaw or Jossie or Jossie calling himself. Uh, this match was solid. I, I it was it was it kind of it kind of it, it was like the scramble match, right? Like everyone yeah, got their again. shit in. Yeah, ja it was like a series his, uh... of short one on one matches. You yeah, Jaw had his super smart wily heel going in, like whenever the best opportunity came for him. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see, there was a bunch of ones. One of my favorite things about this match was that everyone kind of acknowledged that Tankman was the threat that they all needed to deal with. I mean, for good reason, right? Like, oh yeah. We, we a... saw we saw we saw Tankman do some crazy things. There was one point where Myron Reed tried to like jump into him off the top rope, and he just caught him, hit him with a backbreaker, and then he stood him up and just hit him with a lariat, and like oh, absolutely knocked him destroyed out, destroyed him. Oh yeah. my god, I love the spot here. Just for talking about Tankman, where um, it's I think it's it's Jossie and Brown are in the ring, and they're both about to fight, and then like just from the fucking bottom of the ring, you just see Calvin Tankman's massive body just stand up like the boss just woke up. 
and the two yeah. of them look and they like have this look of like oh shit that <laughs> gave just... me the same that that gave me the same energy as that one gif we see of like i i think it, of I, I think it's keith lee in nxt where he like rises up in the corner behind oh, yeah. somebody and i believe it's i think it's cole looks at him like or Balor looks like I, oh i forgot oh, who i forgot who it was but cole somebody Balor. i know that much is it? I don't know. I but it was it. very funny. It was hilarious, because the two of them immediately beat his ass and knocked him back out of the ring, which... <laughs> they, like, ganged up on him immediately. Oh, man. Mm. Oh, there were some other really good spots oh here. Oh, my God. There's just one insane spot I want to talk about. With the 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 cutter that Myron Reed did from uh, the apron to the floor, yes. I have where he written. looked like he launched himself into space. Yeah, I have this written down as, like, after that, I was like, then we have the two most dangerous-looking spots of this match. That was the second one, because Byron was just like, and I'll just I'll just cut you off the apron. But, dude, did you see how high he got? It was so... It was ridiculous. He, like, he ran across... He, like, ran across the ring and just, like, vaulted over it. But, was, like, when he vaulted over it, it looked like he had, like, moon shoes yeah, on. Like, or, like, like, the zero gravity. hidden somewhere in there because he got so much... Or, like, yeah. Just or, like, or, like a zero ring. gravity cheat code because he looks like he could have jumped over, like, three... Ring. He could have jumped over a school bus. Mm-hmm. I think right before this, too, yeah, Job went for a suicide dive and Brown grabbed him and threw him mid-flight into the apron, which I remember going, oh! I was like, oh, no! Why would you do that to yourself? Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. The I, way, I, I would say, the way re- <sighs> this has just high impact. Oh, yeah, like, and, and like, I'm not, we haven't talked about it a bit, but, like, Myron Reed, if you've ever seen Myron Reed wrestle, like, this match, he had so many spots here that were just on par with just how ridiculously impressive he is, and why he is indeed the fireman. The fireman. I love yeah. his outfit, by the way. His all-white outfit with, like, the flames on the side. Yes, Especially the fact how fucking good. hot it was there, too. And I was like, that is a bold fashion choice, but I respect it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we got the finish of the match, where Tankman hit a spine buster, back elbow to the back of Brown, and then just destroyed him with the Tankman driver for the win. Right after this, I believe. Yes, yes, that was the finish. Uh, Tankman ends up taking this one home. Uh, which is which probably why everyone thought he was going to be the threat because he was and he ended up winning. Fucking back elbow from a man. I was like that. That's just that'll knock a man into like next year, not even next week. Hmm. What would you give this match, Mikey? I give this one a high man. I actually wanted. I think I'm going to give this match the mark out. No. Oh yeah. Nice. I like it. I like it. I, I like it. very much enjoyed this match. All right. Yeah, I gave this one the high mat. It, it didn't pass that threshold for me, but there was definitely some spots that were like that almost got me there, you know. Gotcha, gotcha. All right, like like that cutter spot that was just insane. That's, I can't that, get over. I can't get over that. How that's the type. Of how shit high he got and how hard they hit the ground. Yeah, I just that's the type of shit that made me go, oh yeah. I'm like, yes, yes, yes. And then you think about it, it's like there's no, there's not even mats there. They're just falling onto concrete. Yeah, th- there are so many spots here, which you'll probably hear if you watch the entire review of this whole event. Where like I was just like, you, you, <laughs> you jumped onto the concrete, you absolute mad lad. Yeah, uh, it's hot concrete too. It isn't even like fucking matted or like cold. It's just hot ass concrete. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right, after that Fatal 4-Way, we got a singles match between Darius Lockhart and Brian Keith. Darius Lockhart, what a sick what a sick entrance he had. Oh, so I loved both. His entrance is great, and I love his um, the revolutionary uh, look that he's got going. I also loved how Brian Keith just walked in like a fucking bounty hunter, which is what he is, like the poncho and everything. Mm-hmm. 
I loved both these guys' looks. Yeah, Keith Keith with like the poncho. Is Keith Keith like with the whole like old school hitman mm-hmm. style, like the old school like cowboy hitman was super sick. Yeah. The bounty hunter, like you said, it was really, really cool. If I recall correctly, this match was deceptively technical for a while, and then Keith hit a gunshot of a kick into Lockhart's chest, and from that point on they just beat the shit out of each other. Oh yeah. This one was just hard hard hitting as they come. <laughs> Like, I remember, yeah, I've written down here that These props beat to the both their selling. crap out of each other, yeah. Especially Lockhart's selling of Keith's kicks, which seemingly knocked the wind out of him, like, on contact every time he got kicked in the chest. I mean, can you blame him? No. <laughs> Those fucking things sounded like they hurt. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Let's see, uh... Yeah, there's, like, a point where Lockhart actually starts to uh, sound off with his own chops after getting his shit kicked in, quite literally. Mm-hmm. Which then he starts a comeback off with, which he finishes off with a hell of a lariat on Keith. And I Did actually, you know uh, Brian uh, Keith was on 205 for a bit? Really? What was his name that he went under? Brian Keith. Bounty Hunter Brian Keith. Was he really? Huh. I feel like I would have remembered that. It looks like there was. Yeah. Hmm. He had a match with uh, TJP, it looks like. Uh, let's see. What other... I definitely... Uh, I've probably seen a match for him. Anywho. Uh, another spot I liked in this match was the DDT by uh, Keith onto Lockhart because he like yes. jumped onto the middle rope and planted him into the ring, which is just like I just it was so nice. It was like it's again it's one of those little like added flourishes that I like for something uh, so uh, standard. Yeah, 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 yeah. There's just like 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 when you like when you take a move that's like just so ingrained in wrestling and then just put your own twist on it. It's always nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was a uh, an awesome spot that I want to talk about where uh, Lockhart hits Brian Keith with a crossbody, mm-hmm. but Brian Keith was standing like in the middle of the ring, and yes. Lockhart just like launched himself. I remember that. Yeah, I was like, I was like, oh, cool crossbody, and I was like, he was standing halfway across the ring. That wasn't thinking. easy. Like that was a jump. Yeah. Oh, now you think. I'm having that moment literally as we're talking to so I'm like, oh yeah, I'm like, he was in the middle of the fucking ring and he just launched himself. Yeah, he, he got far on that one. I was surprised. I was like, wait mm-hmm. a minute. Uh, there is one other thing I want to talk about, which is the finish of this match, because it... Oh, God. I mm-hmm. love this fucking move. I believe it was it was Lockhart that won this. He used the Asaido driver, I believe is what commentary called it. Yes. Which is basically a backwards falcon arrow. Mm-hmm. And it looked awesome. Yeah. I was I was literally looking, I was like, what the fuck was that movie just hit? When he won with that, I was like, if that's your finisher, that's such a good finisher. <laughs> that's mm-hmm. so good. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I really like uh the, the finish a lot. I like the, the Asayuto driver. Uh it looked sick, like you said, and I was I was into this one. I, I'm gonna give it a meh. I wasn't like mark out into this one, but I was into this one. I, I was high man to this one. I was I love this. I actually, I also really like the. I think of the I match. think I need to. I think Ooh. I need to rewatch this one because I remember I was watching this one, and this was I think the last match I watched live, and I was just about out of energy. Figure. I mean, it makes so sense. maybe that might play, that might be playing into my rating here, but I, I, I might need to give this one a rewatch to see if it's uh to, to see if I have a different feeling about it when I'm actually like not I'm falling asleep. Gotcha, gotcha. <laughs> oh, not right. not because not because it was boring because it was two in the morning when I was watching this match. Yeah, it was late. Yeah, late fucking uh, card. Oh right. Uh, after after that, you got Trey Lamar taking on Eli Knight. Uh, and this is and I'm gonna be honest with you, fans. This is where my notes stop. So Zach, I need you to carry us through this one. 
<laughs> All right. So the first part of this match basically just showcases how not only like how athletic each of these guys are, which I, I already knew going into this that Trey Lamar was, but Eli Knight was fucking great here. But each of them mm-hmm. did their homework on each other as well. Like there were several points where either they had a counter immediately for their opponent's move, or they like blocked straight blocked one of their signature yeah. moves. Well, like, I, I I have I have some things about that because I was because I kind of keep some stuff in my head. But I did like the the creative uh, chain wrestling that was happening for sure. Yeah, and then we have the part here where Lamar just disrespectfully in the na- next major point of this match just dissects the lower back of Knight. Which I, neither I nor the commentators were expecting because if you've seen Trey Lamar, you know Trey Lamar is in like the Myron Reed category of just high flying, super fast paced wrestler, mm-hmm. and he was just grinding the shit out of Knight, which I actually quite enjoyed here. And yeah. then, and I love how this was in response to after Knight actually outplayed and outmaneuvered him with high flying flippy shit because that was kind <laughs> of like a big point in this match was that every time like. Like, the Eli Knight was, like, kind of, it was kind of clear the way they booked this match that Knight was the better high flyer, and Lamar had to use tactics, which, honestly, if you told me that AJ Gray taught him how to do this stuff, I wouldn't, I would not be surprised at all. Mm -hmm. Because that's kind of very much an AJ Gray style of just ground and pound. Yeah, this one was, it was like, it was high flying, and it was heavy hitting at the same time. Yeah, I will say one thing that really got me here was that a commentary talked up Knight's dropkick. Like, they talked this up a lot, and Lamar blocked it at the very beginning of this match, and I was like, all right, let me see this fucking dropkick, and I, I have written down here, boy, howdy, did not disappoint. He Boy, howdy, did not disappoint. Did not. If you've ever, if you've never seen it, basically, is he just kind of, it's like, a, it's a springboard dropkick from the middle rope, but, like, he, he literally caved in the face of Lamar when he hit him with this. I remember going, shit, <laughs> fuck, <laughs> that. Damn, man. Oh, my God. What else is here? Um, I have the next thing I wrote down here is that the final spot of the match was nuts. So, okay. Knight went for a poison Rana, um, but Lamar landed on his feet, double-stomped Knight, hit him with a one-armed brainbuster, and then Knight actually kicked out of it, which I have written as surprisingly because I guess I wasn't expecting him to kick out. Mm-hmm. So, in response, Lamar actually hit a torture rack backbreaker into the Lion Tamer for the win. And I have written down that I actually really loved how. It oh yeah, the fact the fact that he won with a lion tamer. It was a was fucking really lion tamer, and I have written down here that it, again, it's the continuity of this match that I love, which was just that again he had to resort to he, he couldn't when his usual high flying style didn't get him the win or the upper hand. He had to resort to this more grounded approach, more technical approach, and it's why he won. Mm-hmm. I really like this match. Was a, I uh, I agree. This match was solid. I always, if you've ever heard me talk about it, one thing that'll always get a higher match rating for me is when you have smart booking and continuity throughout the match. And it did. And this match also was just well executed by both guys. I have written here high match slash markout, and I'm not sure which one I want to give it, if I'm going to be honest. Okay. I'm going to stick with the high match here. I think. I'm going to, th- you know what? My gut, my gut instinct says high match, so I'm giving it the high match. All that right. Was, that's all my right. gut instinct. I'm going there. Yeah, this good is to a me. great match between these two. I mean, like, I, I'm not going to lie. Going into this, after I just watched the Trey Lamar and Myron Reed match, I was super pumped, and I'm... Oh, God, they did not disappoint. Neither hmm. guy and anyone in the show. <sighs> but enough yeah, about that. I... Let's talk about Lamar's... The leader of the faction Lamar is in, in his next match, which is AJ Gray versus JTG. This match was sweet. <laughs> this was a great match. This match felt like veteran versus rookie to me. It was like JTG 
kind of messing with AJ Gray being like, I've been in this business longer than you, you know? Yeah, exactly. And you can kind of see how, like, Gray's got a bit of an upper hand at the beginning of the match because the two are really being super disrespectful to each other. And then Gray just whips out his lariat on JTG and knocks him right out the ring. Mm-hmm. Which, now that I realize that is his finisher, I was like, oh my god, he literally was the equivalent of Randy Orton hitting the RKO on someone at the beginning of a match and them having to roll out the ring. And being like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Let's, uh... <laughs> Let's slow this one down a little bit there, Tiger. Oh, man. Actually, thought... Tiger is next match. <laughs> Yeah, it is actually. Holy shit. Uh, I really liked how this match, like, JTG was just a dominant force. And if you've seen Gray, yeah. Gray is no small man. He is a large lad. He is thick as hell, and he is... But yeah, J- and, JTG was really pushing his weight around here. dominating him. Like, there was an awesome spot here where JTG was just stomping on the face of Gray and then just hoisted him up from the ground so that he could just spinebuster him back into it. Mm-hmm. I love Very that. Sick. I have written down that the strikes in this match had the impact of a sack of bricks. It was like <laughs> two kaijus going at each other, basically, this whole match. It was ki- it was kaiju big battle, but not actually kaiju big battle. We have to see a kaiju... We have to watch a kaiju big battle show one day. I don't know what that is, but it sounds fun. It's literally just people in, like, kaiju costumes and they have wrestling matches. <laughs> uh, that sounds pretty fun, actually. <laughs> oh. it, I, I was very... Uh, listen, I, I'm stoked about it. I need to find a good kaiju big battle match. All right, hit me with it, and I'll be. I mean, we're glad to watch it with you. Okay. Let's see. I, the next thing I've written down here is that I thought the finish was well done as well because J, Gray had to hit JTG with, I believe it was three lariats in a row to win this. Yeah, yeah. He he had he had to hit him with three. He he hit him, held kept kept, uh, kept holding on to his hand, picked him up, hit him again, picked him up, hit him again. I think it was right before this too that JTG whipped out his own lariat on him, and then commentary was like, "Excuse me," which. Mm-hmm. By the way, to everyone that was on commentary, I believe Shug D was one of them, but I can't remember the other names of them. Commentary in this entire card was amazing. I yeah, loved... commentary on this show specifically was yeah. really good. I'll probably say it again, or I've already probably... <laughs> the commentary on this show was fucking... Um, was ridiculously good. Every mm-hmm. single card that I watched, including this one, obviously, I was least sitting there going like, I fucking love this commentary right now. Uh, it was a yeah. it was a breath of fresh air to hear people that were so well versed in the subject and so into the people that were in the match and like just elevated the match even further. Oh man! Yeah, this match was solid. I I uh, it was just it was just a good old fashioned punch like yeah. like like strike striking grapple fest, you know. Mm, and I I mean we, I would be reminisced not to talk about it afterwards. How after the match, Dixon fucking destroyed Gray. And then cut a hell cut of a Cut the promo. one of the sickest promos I've ever heard in my entire oh, life. Oh, man. Oh, God, it was so good. And you know, just wait, because we'll be reviewing that that the match that he did to cut this promo for on later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In the pup collar match. In the pup collar match, yeah. We'll, we'll, get to, we'll get to that when we get to the Big Gay Brunch review. Yeah, the gist of the promo is just that Gray missed the Big Gay block when uh, uh, Effie's Big Gay block and Dick... During, during the Fight Forever stream. Yep. And Dixon took it personally that he disrespected them like that. So he basically beat his ass and said, I'm going to show you because the business is. Because AJ Gray was supposed to have some sort of open challenge. And I yes. think uh, Billy Dixon wanted to respond. But then AJ Gray just did, didn't show up. Because he, he fucking... Was it that him that fell asleep? He was, he was sleeping, yeah. He fell asleep. He slept through it. Unreal. Uh, uh, forget, yeah. I'm going to give this match a high meh. I'm going to also give it a high, Matt. I thought it was very good. Great match. 
Just yeah. like again, like if you want to see a Haas fight, this this is the fucking Haas fight for you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. After after that, we got Lee Moriarty, Ty, Lee Moriarty, Tiger style taking on Leo Rush, man of the hour. Oh yeah, man of the hour, Leo this... Rush, Blackheart, Leo Rush. Not actually, Blackheart um, is later. That'll be later. I can't wait to talk about that. Uh, I have redone. This match is what you expect it to be. It's a buttery smooth bout that ma- that mixes the fast paced style of Rush with the technical prowess of Moriarty in like yeah. a great match. It was it was it was a good clash of styles for sure. These it's very very technical versus very high flying and very fast paced. One of my favorite spots that Leo does, and he did in this match really well too with Moriarty, was when Lee basically just kept trying to kick Leo, and Leo just kind of kept dodging them, and then Mule kicked him from the floor. It, it straight up looked like an action movie to me. And I was mm-hmm. just like, ah, oh, yes. I'm like, this is what I expect when I see these two in the ring. And, like, yes. this isn't even the only spot where just where Lee he just gets his ankles broken by Rush. Like, Rush in this match is very much the fast-paced, like, kind of like the, um... It's like a, it's like a Hornet, kind of. Just, like, he's super fast, and he just gets little hits in on Lee, and Lee just cannot keep up with him. But, like, once Lee gets Rush, like, he dominates him. Mm-hmm. Like, I love here how, um... Once Lee actually starts getting, like, a hold on Rush, like, and he, like, grabs his arm, he starts working over it, Rush has to actually rely on Lee's injured ribs from the acid cup to stop him. Yeah. That he was kept, a big he, he kept going back. He kept going back to that well. That was a big point in this match is that Moriarty had, like, tape on his ribs. I really liked how there were several matches in this event, like, as a whole, where they actually took the continuity of the acid cup into account for people. Like, this is just one of the many matches, like, there's an example here where Rush is literally just outmaneuvering Lee and just weaving in strikes to the ribs to stay in control. But Lee actually gets out of it with just one well-aimed kick to Rush's arm. Like, as he goes for a handspring elbow, which is awesome, by the way. Because mm-hmm. uh, he like kind of like punt-kicked the arm out from underneath Rush, so Rush had to stop mid-handspring and just got completely shut down. Yes. There was, um... Oh my... <laughs> oh my god, there was this another sixth spot here where Rush handspring Moriari off the apron the outside and you think to yourself oh you know they're gonna recover and then rush like gets so much speed in such a small amount of, of distance like he got like half the ring and he just booked it like a bullet just straight into lee with the with the uh suicide dive and this mm-hmm. is just oh my god and this is like right before rush goes for another a springboard stunner and then moriarty catches him right into a sleeper hold which looked smooth as hell Oh, there mm-hmm. was oh, there was one spot though here that it was a bit odd for me though, because later Which on spot? in the match, Rush Lee had Rush pinned completely. He tied mm-hmm. him up and he put him into the mat and he had him pinned, and it looked like Rush was supposed to kick out, but he couldn't. Mm-hmm. So the ref had to oh, say yeah. that he kicked out. So there, it was like this in this really. The ref ball- had to be like, yeah, his shoulders were up. Yeah, and it was like in this really enjoyable match. There was like this one hiccup <laughs> where I was just sitting there going like, huh, huh. What? But I was like, but uh, okay, I, I didn't let it stop me too Why much. Why did that and, count stop? Yeah, it's like I was just sitting there. And I was like, okay, I'm like, you know, I'll, I'll go for it. I'll, I'll, I'll suspend disbelief and say he got his shoulder up. <laughs> sure, it's like it's like yeah, sure, why not? Mm-hmm. I actually enjoyed how this kind of this was kind of funny in hindsight after the fact because Rush throughout as this got later into the match got more annoyed that he couldn't put Lee away. Like he hit him with everything he had from his signature move except for the rush. I think he actually kicked out of the rush hour. Yeah, he yeah, did he kick did, out of the rush hour. Because Rush got pissed 
and ran, got into the ref's face, grabbed him by the shirt, and said, you better fucking get the count right or something like that, which is hilarious in hindsight. <laughs> you think that the ref saved which him Which is hilarious the because, pin. yeah, the, the ref's bad count saved him. And then, ironically, this leads to him losing because Moriarty catches him and rolls on top of him for the win. This yep. one small irritation ruined Rush's chance to win in this match. Yep, Lee Moriarty ends up taking it home. I... I will say this, by the end of this, I really like Moriarty. I mm-hmm. loved him after this fucking car, after all these cards. This man is so good at wrestling. I mean, he is the independent wrestling champion. Yes, he is. But, like, I I just came out of this after this, because, like, Ryan was always talking about how much he loved Moriarty, right? Mm-hmm. And we watched some of his matches from the last year's collective, and I remember thinking to myself, he's good. He's, like, really he's technically out. sound. And, like, but after watching so many of his matches this weekend, I'm like, Moriarty is fucking amazing. Yeah. Do more with this man, please. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. On that note, I'm going to give this match a high meh. I'm going to also give it a high meh. Again, it's what you think you're going to get. If you want to see two these these two guys go at it, you're going to... It's what you think is going to happen in your head is what the match will, will be, basically. Exactly. All right, after after that, we have our main event of the evening. We have Rich Swan taking on two cold Scorpio. Uh, in a singles match. This one was kind of crazy because what I didn't expect was how well Two Cold Scorpio could still go at like 50. Yeah, <laughs> I, I have this, I have it written down. The match was solid for me, and considering his age, Scorpio did a great job. Like, how old How old exactly is he? I know he's in his 50s. Hold on. I, yeah, you look that up. I'll, I'll talk about. So, this match's pacing was a bit slow for me, but, like, again, when you... Uh, Two Cold Scorpio is 55. <laughs> yeah, see, exactly. When you put into the account of how old Scorpio is, it makes sense why the pacing was a bit slow. Mm-hmm. But, uh, let's see. What do I have here? I enjoyed the... I enjoyed the beginning part of this match quite a bit, when the two were kind of trying to outdo each other, because it show- it was, like, the most high-flying part of this match, because Scorpio mm-hmm. basically whipped out all his flippy shit on Swan. Yes. Um, let's see. And that this is where commentary, I think it was Shug specifically, was talking about how, like, Scorpio is basically, like, a legend in the business. Because I've never seen a two-goal Scorpio match. Mm-hmm. And... Scorpio at one point hit, like, a like a corkscrew body splash. Like, it was like a... Like, he was back... I remember, he was, like, facing backwards on the ropes, and he did, like, a, like almost like a whisper in the wind. Mm-hmm. Oh but he yes, I remember this splash because he landed like his leg onto the onto like the throat of Swan, and I was like, "Oh, I was like, damn, that must that was, Whew. yeah, it, yeah." The fact that he could do that at fifty five is nutty. Yeah, exactly. But this this match this match ended up being pretty solid, I think. Yeah, I enjoyed any, this match. Any spots that stuck out to you particularly? Uh, I thought it was, it was towards the end of the match where the two were brawling, and Scorpio did an ejector seat, is what they called it. Where basically he was on the ropes and Swan <laughs> was trying to hit him, and he jumped out and threw himself and Swan over the top rope, and then Swan <laughs> hit a Phoenix Splash off the fucking ring post onto him, and I was like, "Off the ring post?" I believe it was yeah. the ring post, yes. Mm-hmm. And I was like, "Damn, son!" Because I'd never seen an ejector seat. Whatever the, f- <laughs> that, I was like, "What the fuck is an ejector seat?" And then I watched it. And I was like, "That is an ejector seat. You have ejected <laughs> that, yourself out of this match." You know what? That you know what? That's a good name for it. It's a fantastic name for it. Let's see. Is there anything that stood out for you in the particular, Mikey? Um, not really. I just thought this was a solid. Like, like, like I said, the one whisper, like the one, like the fact that Two Gold Scorpio is still doing flips like that at fifty-five is nutty. Mm-hmm. 
Let's and see. he's still doing his high flying stuff at fifty five is insane. If I recall, that, that's what I was ba- most impressed by this whole match. Ah, yes. And how now, much cor- scor- Scorpio can still go. Yeah, I just remembered now where the corkscrew was. Like I literally just like because my nose for some reason stopped here and I was sitting here. I remember, yeah, he hit that, and then the finish came where Swan after he kicked out kicked him in the face twice and then hit the four fifty and won it. Mm-hmm. Because Swan for some reason, not for some reason, because Scorpio is a veteran and he's he is a. I think commentary described him. He is a big. He's got a lot of muscle on him, so it was kind of hard for Swan to really like do a lot of damage on him in comparison. I guess is the way they put it. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, Scorpio kind of just held out, and eventually Swan did get the win over him. Yeah, yeah. This match is good. Like it, I agree. There wasn't a ton that stood out to me. Obviously, as you can tell by my notes, it wasn't as in depth as something like Rush and Moriarty. But uh, mm. I thought it was good. I give this match a meh. I am with you there. Like again. This is kind of like one of those things where, like, when you consider Scorpio's age, this match was great. Yeah. Because this could I've seen, in certain mainstream productions, I have seen much worse from people that are in their 40s. I've seen much worse from people in their 30s or 20s. This is very true. <laughs> like, like so the you, fact that Two Cold Scorpio can still do what he does at his age is unbelievable. Exactly. And, it's, and I give him all the props. So like for that, and and you can't take away from Rich Swan. Rich Swan is just an amazing wrestler. Oh in his god, own Rich right. Swan is so good. Yeah. So this match was a good. I also gave this match a Matt. It was solid. Um, and that's for the culture, baby. We did it. What would you give this overall as an overall rating if you could? Hey, I was about to ask you that question. How dare you? <laughs> Uh, overall, I think I give this, this, uh, I give For the Culture just as a whole, I think I give it a high bet as a show. I'm feeling the same vibes you were feeling. I don't think there was a sing like, like you said before, I don't think there was a single bad match on this card. None at all. It was a great showcase for a lot of people, for a lot of, uh, a lot of wrestlers here on this card that I, again, never heard of. Like, one that I'm definitely going to try to look for more matchups is Blackheart. Mm-hmm. I thought... Oh God, he he stood out for me a lot. Or not Blackheart, Lockheart, Darius. I was like Blackheart, Blackheart again. That's just Leo Rush, baby. <sighs> I've got I've got too much wrestling on my brain. That's right fair. Well, you watch so much wrestling this week. You can all listen to us talk about it. Yeah, we're well. You're doing that right now. So Zach, we just came out of for the culture. Uh, awesome show. So much fun. Uh, now it is time for us to get into some real hot girl shit. Hell yeah. And to do that correctly, I figured there was only one way to do it. Um, we brought on Amanda from How to Talk to Your Friend About Wrestling. Amanda, how are you doing? Um, I'm good. <laughs> I'm tired, but I'm good. Same. Hey, welcome to the club. <laughs> right in welcome with this right now. tired club. Are you ready to talk about some real hot girl shit? I, guess. I don't know if I'm qualified for this, but I'll try. <laughs> All right, we all we all we all watch the show. Obviously, we're all we're all here to share our thoughts. Uh, just like the rest of this episode, where we've been sharing our thoughts on lots of wrestling. Uh, <laughs> let's get into Alley Cat's real hot girl shit. Uh, let's jump right into it. First match on the card, which was a great opener. I thought we got Jordan Grace versus Allison K. Uh, was not expecting this one to be the opener. Same. Uh, I figured out why a little later, and that was because uh, Jordan Grace had a match for another promotion at 2 o'clock. Oh, my God. So she had to be in and out of there. Yeah, this is this is indie so wrestling. That's, that's why this one opened up the show. Which this makes weekend's sense. super big business for indie wrestlers. Yeah. That yeah. just lets me know that she's really young because older people don't have that kind of energy. I think she's like 26 <laughs> or something like that. Oh, my that. God. Oh. To be so young again. <laughs> <laughs> 
Making oh sure my gosh. I'm younger than her. But yeah, she oh, had a she had a show. She had a show at uh uh Texas Pro, I think. Was her was the next one. Mm-hmm. Texas Pro was was happening in Florida. Uh, probably. I think it was. It was on. It was an IWTV show. I'm not sure exactly where it was. If it was, but I'm assuming it was happening in Florida. Or else, if it was, if it was in Texas, that would have been a crazy thing to do. (laughs) Oh, that would be rough. Uh, I'm gonna say right off the bat here. I I love at the beginning of this match that Grace and the ref were just vibing to Kay's entrance thing, which is dancing paradise. (laughs) Love it. That was um, fun. He was dancing the whole time. (laughs) I, I was surprised the camera didn't like pan away from that. They were just like, "Yep." Yep, yep you're dancing. We got it. The gangster <laughs> paradise right now. <laughs> I was stoked to see Allison K. I love a beautiful, heavily tattooed female. Give it to me all day, please. I I agree with that statement. Uh, we we haven't we haven't. <laughs> we'll be reviewing another one of Allison K.'s matches later. Uh, no, we already did. Okay. Yeah, we did already. <laughs> See what I mean? Trying to keep it all in order. Yes, really Allison K had a we hell already of a match reviewed an Allison K match Bloodsport. at Bloodsport, uh, which Ooh. was super, super sick. Uh, we watched her get technical and and nitty gritty uh, in the blood in the in Josh Barnett's Bloodsport Six, which was Against, really sick. I think it was Mia Slamovich, Ma- Masha Slamovich, Masha. Yeah. That's it. I'm I'm awful with names. In case you can't tell. These names are amazing. <laughs> Masha, I think we made a point. I think I made a point to mention that Masha Slimevich's name was very good. Talk to your name. <laughs> I right. even like the way Allison spells her name. I was like, I like this. this yeah, cool. yeah. It's way to Al- throw like, the sin in there. Yeah, Allie yeah. Sin. Mm-hmm. It was great. Uh, Jordan Grace is buff as fuck. Thick Mama Pump, baby. Thick Mama Pump, yeah. Her, nick- her nickname is Thick Mama Pump. Uh, oh, yeah, she is okay. ripped. She came out and I was like, wow! <laughs> yeah. yeah, she's mm-hmm. jacked. You're gonna murder people! <laughs> she certainly has some people. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we've we've seen some uh, some Jordan Grace matches where she absolutely annihilated. <laughs> uh, so let's let's get into into this match between Grace and Allison Kay. I, for one, thought it was a very solid opener to, to real hot girl shit. I agree. I had that. It, it just got me ready for the rest of the event, basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Though I, I won't lie, I was kind of hoping for a barn murder between these two, but granted, there were like 20 people in the audience at this point. Yeah, me too. I was kind of ready for like these two to absolutely burn the house down, but then I was like, oh, there's only like 10 people here. There's like 10 people here. This, uh... <laughs> They're probably yeah. not going to go nuts. <laughs> yeah, the crowd was uh, not awake yet. Yeah. No. I'm, willing, not. I'm, willing, I'm willing to put that on the fact that it was Saturday morning, and I'm assuming uh, in Miami, on Friday night, everyone was absolutely partying their asses off. Uh, whoever was there for that weekend, so probably no one was awake to even make the show. I kind of like when there's not a huge crowd, though, because you can kind of pick out like I don't want to say weirdos because that seems mean, but there's we, some watch, very we watch wrestling. We're all weirdos. <laughs> there were some very interesting characters in the crowd. Yeah, my favorite yes. was the person putting suntan lotion on for like the entirety of the match. <laughs> That's I didn't even notice that. That's incredible. The guy that I noticed the most of the mic and I point out was the guy who just was sitting on his stairs just watching the event oh, from, his, yeah. like, from his apartment. <laughs> it was one guy who wasn't even in the crowd. He was just like on his patio, just like vibing. <laughs> Love nice. it. Nice. All right, Florida, I see you. <laughs> yeah, right. I was like, damn, whoever's condo, whoever's condo is across from there is having a great weekend. 
Yes, they yeah, have. Yeah, it doesn't even have to pay or anything. Just come check it out with your beer. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. Just like go grab a beer from your fridge and some snacks from your cabinet. <laughs> like <laughs> um, I also enjoyed that Allison K's nickname nickname. I don't know. Her other fucking wrestling name is AK forty seven. Yeah, yeah. Allison K, AK forty seven. Very good. This chick's brutal as fuck. Oh, oh yeah. 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 These two um, had a these two are beating the hell out of each other points in this match. Like, there were some really good strikes in this match. Mm-hmm. Like, of course, Grace's uh, Big, power meaty, is... meaty strikes, yeah. Yes, sight to behold. I actually, uh, I, one of my favorite combos that uh, Grace did was when she... I was gonna... If, if, you, if, you, if you're about to say the same shit I'm gonna say, I'm mad <laughs> you for stealing my line. <laughs> uh, I don't know. What were you gonna say? You, you go first, so you, I, I, I won't make you mad. Of course, she does the double knee into the yep, sliding elbow. that was elbow. exactly what I was gonna say. <laughs> Where uh, Jordan Grace like has Allison K like face first on the turnbuckle, and she does like the double knee and then backs up, does the sliding elbow, and then she hits the the fall from Grace or the Vader bomb or whatever you want to call it. Yep, that was literally <laughs> what I was going into. Combo. So awesome. awesome! I literally have it written down here. I'm like, that is so cool. It's awesome. <laughs> I love the part where also where Kay kept trying to chop Grace and Grace just kept being like, nah, you can just get back on the ground, just slam your ass. Yeah. <laughs> Sit down. Amanda, any 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 particular spots in this match that stood out to you? No, I'm like I said before you started recording, I feel like I'm gonna be the mean one again. <laughs> I guess that's just like my role in the network. <laughs> I'm just the freaking huge bitch that comes in and is like, this was lame. So like my notes are like, this was kind of slow paced, felt that's half-hearted. Fair. It probably felt half harder because there was like 15 people in the crowd. God, if there's one thing that we know about wrestling is if there's a crowd, if a crowd is quiet or bad, it can kill a match. It, it's rough. It's rough. Yeah. You would think since I play music, I would fully understand that. Like playing to two people blows. I'm sure wrestling in front of two people sucks just as hard. But I am so unforgiving from the other side. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I'm that's... like, no, put on the performance. Two people there need a good performance. That's true. That's true. But it's hard. It's hard. I get it. So I, I should guess be nicer. No, no, just you. You know what you should do? Be you. Yeah. <laughs> so well, I'm great what's the vibe we got here for this match? I I thought it was pretty. I thought it was a solid opener. Uh, I I like that uh, K one with that pile driver. Oh, the back pile driver. The back the backwards pile driver. Yeah, that was sick. Um. I gave it a meh for the opener. It was I okay. also gave it, it a meh. De- decent match. Nothing crazy. Dece. Oh, yeah. We should, probably, we should probably let Amanda know. Uh, on Indie Waters, we do our, our grading scale is miss out, meh, or mark out. Miss out is like bad. Meh is like decent, good match. And mark out is like absolutely bonkers. Insane. Then you have the high meh. Which and then you is have the high meh, which is like in between. Great, basically. And, yeah, it's like great, but not like insane. And then there's Got low it. meh, which is like <laughs> it was fine. You're you're not. It's not terrible, but it's not. It's fine. It's, yeah. Okay. So, I might give it a low meh then. Okay. Fair, fair enough, enough. Fair enough. Yeah. All right. <laughs> so th- yeah. So I gave this one a meh. It was like decent. All right. All right. Let's get into the next match of this card. We got Erica Lay taking on Davy N. Uh, Lay or Lee? I think it's Lay. I thought it was Lay too. I am not 100 percent sure because they they I think they kept flip flopping between the two. Hmm. <laughs> Okay. All right, sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> uh, yeah, it was Erica Lay taking on DVN. Uh, what do we think about this one? Again, another solid match. Yeah, it was. It was. It was all right. It was another. I, it was another slow paced match for sure. 
I really like the fact that the two of them tried to like get the crowd amped up mm-hmm. with how little the crowd they like. They were really trying their damnedest to get the crowd into this match, into the event. They I super think- were. Especially yeah. Erica, she was. I, what the fuck was she? It was it a poopsicle? Is that what that thing was? Her gimmick is so. Is is <laughs> her gimmick supposed to be like nineties king? You know. Oh, God. I don't know if I was feeling nineties from her, but okay. I mean, we'll take it. It was like yeah, Lisa Frank vibes, but <laughs> that's from the nineties, I guess. Yeah. I'm like nobody on this show is gonna know what Lisa Frank is, but everybody has Google, so that's true. That's true. I mean, she wrestles good, so like, I, I, I don't mind it. It was super rad. Her wrestling was great. Oh, and then, okay, so Davian was like one of two wrestlers that I know, so oh, I was no. very excited. And I only know Davian because she wrestled Alley Cat on the first independent show I had ever seen. Like, oh, oh interesting. Ago. Very cool. And Very I cool. will say this, she stepped her fucking game up. She was not as fun to watch when I first saw, saw her as compared to now. I, to hear. I also formerly watched a Davian match, not the one you watched, but a different one. And I mm-hmm. agree from the last time I've seen Davian work, she was definitely much Is stronger. I'm thinking time. of the one we saw at the collective. Maybe we saw I, one I from her last I, year. I, I, it wasn't the one at the collective. I watched one for, uh, Either oh, Indy Waters or 500 or something like that. Uh, mm-hmm. But it was fine. Like, like, uh, that one was fine. This one, she definitely stepped it up. She was great in this match. I agree. There, there is one single spot in this match that really, like, I actually popped for a bit, and that was the finish of this match. Mm. Okay. The dropkick bomb by Davian into lay below the turbo, oh. which sent her crashing into the ring post, looked fucking <laughs> awesome. Yeah, that looked brutal. I was like, yes. Like- Please. When more. she did the drop kick, it looked like she like was like a spring that like got pushed as far in as it could go and then went boing like mm-hmm. and just love that fucking <laughs> finisher. I was like that's... Erica, yeah. Uh but before Thumbs the up. before the finisher there was some there before the finish there were some good spots too. Uh yep. I liked Lay spin I like Lay's spinning face buster. Mm-hmm. Uh I like Lay's big seatbelt suplex that she got off. Lay also had a really good shining uh, a good looking shining wizard towards the end of the match as yes. well. Yes. <laughs> I love uh, Shining Wizards. I mean, Shining Wizards are great. Such a good finishing move. Such a, not even a finishing move, just such a good move. <laughs> Got a lot of movement to it. Uh, Amanda, what, you, you were saying you liked Erica Lay a lot this match too, yeah? And Davian. I did. Up. Originally, I was like, who is this child? She's going to annoy the shit out of me. Way too, everybody's a child compared to me. I feel like such an old woman. No, the yeah. actual child is later in the card. <laughs> yes. Yeah, actually. Yes, she is. God, 12-year-olds wrestling? No. Um, <laughs> yeah, I thought Erica was going to be kind of annoying because she was just, like, so eager to be pumping up everything. Hmm. But she turned out to be, like, she backed it up with a lot of really great wrestling, so it kind of sold me on her whole deal. Mm-hmm. But I would mm-hmm. really like her to change her stage name to Lisa Frank. I think that <laughs> so fitting for her. You hear that, Erica Lay? <laughs> change your name <laughs> oh my god <laughs> signed she's gonna from, write, she's from gonna amanda bones on she's independent gonna, waters oh my god she's gonna find me on instagram and be like listen here you stupid bitch <laughs> it's gonna be great i'm gonna get so much hatred i love it <laughs> all right what are we what are we giving uh erica lay versus davian i'm giving this one the high man give it a high man oh, yeah. all right mm-hmm. high man for I'm, me i'm going too. high man here i thought it was really good i went for a man here okay it was solid for me. Didn't yeah, I blow was, my socks off here. I was I was into this one. 
Uh, that that like you said that that last spot it took me. I think that last spot is what took me from being meh to high meh about it. Because once Fair I enough. saw that, once I saw that drop kick bomb just absolutely destroying Erica Lay, I was like, damn. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh man, noise, noise, All right, let's get into the next match here. We got Brooke Valentine taking on Willow Nightingale. Uh, er, yesterday, yesterday, uh, or er, er, yeah, yes, uh, the day before, day before Hot Girl shit, they teamed up actually. Yes, they did. Uh, they can juicy two point. They, they can juicy two point Yeah, because Brooke oh Valentine, re- Brooke Valentine had to replace Faye Jackson because that night, uh, it was supposed to be Will Nightingale, Faye Jackson, teaming up, but Faye Jackson was hurt, so uh, Brooke Valentine stepped in her place, and her and and Brooke Valentine and Will Nightingale teamed up as Thick and Juicy two point to take on Tasha Steeles and Kira Hogan uh, which, in a impact in an impact tag team title match, which, if I recall correctly, was a solid ass match that I was yes. quite a fan of. I will say this: we did, I think we did talk about that one earlier too, because that was our we did. Culture. Yep, I really like this match. Yeah, this one. Was, I think this one was good. I think, I think honestly, um, I'm going to say it right now. I'm willing to say this was the match of the day. I kind of agree with that. That that's my take. That's my hot take on this one. Is that this match? This match was the match of the pay per view. Oh man, for me. Oh, well, that ooh made me. Think. Um, what, about, me, what did you feel about the match? I don't know this match. Okay, this match was off the chain. I loved it, but I don't know if I would say overall it was the pay per view match to be seen or anything like that. It was okay. a good one for okay. sure. One of my favorite ones. I yeah, I it's, it's definitely the- a, for for me. It's definitely up there or the best one i'm gonna say right now i thought that fake out was fucking awesome in this match oh so good so good good. i literally have in my notes here match stopped early after valentine hurt herself i hope she's okay and then the next thing is after this never mind i got baited lol great you guys I was... are so sweet <laughs> like i hope she's okay i hope she's her okay fucking, her injury happened i'm like this fucking bitch it's only been <laughs> two minutes and you're already fucking injured jesus christ i was pissed <laughs> i was like these two had the cutest fucking outfits of the day and mm-hmm. here you are you injured yourself for like and it was a good injury it was such a good fake out for serious but i was also like how the fuck did you injure yourself yeah doing whatever that move was it was so the, i was it was the it. cartwheel yeah cartwheel i, I think it's like so an elbow for her oh it was great i also love by the way just a side note because cameron and i don't think the camera pointed up when willow was on the ground and valentine was walking her she just threw a chair and it hit yeah, her just square the in the fucking in jaw <laughs> oh you're God. like i'm gonna beat your ass with that. willow went yeet <laughs> Oh my god, it was awesome. The two of them, the chops they had when they got back in the ring were great. Yeah, once like this match, this match was fine and then once it had once Brooke did the reveal of not being injured and we went back into the match, that's what it turned up and ended up for me mm-hmm. ended up being awesome. Well, and the yeah. crowd reacted like so well Yeah. To oh it yeah, also. that woke everyone was, the fuck up. Yeah, yeah that that was, was like I, oh shit. Yeah, that was definitely the turning point of the whole pay-per-view for sure. Like in terms mm-hmm. of like crowd energy, like mm-hmm. that's what everyone was like, oh, we're in now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now we've got some wrestling. Yeah. Um, yeah. These two put on a, a, a fucking awesome match, I thought. Uh, they did. Uh, Valentine, Valentine absolutely worked their ass off. Uh, it was, they, they both did really. Yes, they uh, did. But that, that fake out got me so good. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
but in the end, Willow Nightingale does end up winning with the moonsault. However, as much as I love Willow Nightingale, Zach, you know this, because mm-hmm. I've reviewed plenty of Willow Nightingale matches yep. on Indie Waters. I love Willow Nightingale. I love the bird and the bee. She's one of my favorite, one of my favorite women's wrestlers, like of like of all time. Um, I think Brooke Valentine should have won this match. Oh, I think Brooke Valentine should should have beat Willow Nightingale. I think I think she should have had the fake out, and she should have ended up winning with the fake out. I think it would have been, uh, I think it would have been the way to end this match because then this feud could have kept going. Yeah, I would have been down for that. Mm-hmm. But I feel like Willow won based on the fake injury. Like, fuck you with that fake out. Now I'm going to whoop your ass for real. That's true. That's that true. definitely was the vibe that they got when they got back in the ring, especially the chops. They were like, she's like, I'm going to whoop your ass. But imagine the, <laughs> imagine the heat Brooke Valentine could have gotten if she won this match. The oh, heat. Would have been hotter than the mad. pavement of that arena. <laughs> it would have been hotter than the weather in Florida. God. I mean, we're girls. We hang on to shit way past the expiration date so we can still be mad about this later and then they can continue to fight i would love to see them continue to fight love if to they keep putting out matches like that i'm in <laughs> yeah we uh, can do that yeah all right what are, what are we giving brooke valentine versus willow nightingale what's our uh, rating mm, here i believe i gave i'm this... going mark out because i thought it was great i gave it a high man great fucking um Okay, so if I look at overall out of the entirety of the pay-per-view, I think it would be whatever your highest one is. Mark out. Mark out. Mark out. I've already forgotten the grading scale because that's I'm a fine. terrible person. That is entirely fine. <laughs> I got med down pretty well, though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, We're good at being stuck in the middle. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I give this one a mark out. I, I, was, I fell in love with this match. I thought it was really, really good. These two absolutely worked their asses off, and the, the turn absolutely worked the hell out of me. Uh, and I popped when she turned on Nightingale, so they they, they, hooked, they hooked me in. Yeah, it was, a good, it was good. It was a really good fake out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, Zach, you ended up giving it what? I believe I said a high math. Okay, I, I missed it. Alright. <laughs> so, after that, we got Dark Sheik taking on Holiday. This match was, I think, my favorite match of the day. This was a good match. I really like this match. But granted, I'm a really big fan of Dark Sheik. I don't think I've seen a bad match of hers. Don't say that you're like you're not a fan of Holiday too, Zach. Oh, I'm a massive fan of Holiday. It's just you're a Holiday Mark. <laughs> just like I'm a Willow Nightingale Mark. You're a Holiday hey, Mark. What can I say? <laughs> oh man. Amanda, what do you think about this one? <laughs> you I'm gonna be so mean. I was really bored. Okay. Okay. I feel bad. They did a couple of my favorite moves. So like my all time, this is the dumbest thing in the entire world. It is not fucking cool at all, (laughs) even a little bit, but like, this is my all time favorite move. And a lot of the women seem to do it where they like grab your head and slam you down, but they're fucking spread Eagle when they land. Face face buster. Oh my God. Face buster. Yeah. Yeah. All time favorite move. It's not even fucking crazy cool or anything, but I'm just like, I love it. It's great. Yeah, the, the, the good old set out face buster. Everyone's got their one. reliable move they love to see. Mm-hmm. Well, there was a bunch of that in this match, so that was nice. But overall, I was just like, Meh. I was into this one. I liked, I liked Holly Dead being like the the violent one here, like in the beginning where she just like oh, yeah. rips Dark Sheik to the floor. Total clash of styles here. <laughs> Like, yeah, she was styling on Holly Dead this entire match. And when however Holly Dead got in control, she was like, "I'm gonna beat your ass." <laughs> what? <a, laughs> 
One of my favorite spots of this match was when Holiday Dead did like the, the trust fall or the coffin drop off the second rope mm-hmm. to Holiday Dead on the outside, which was sick. Yeah. Uh, the spinning leg lariat was very cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see here. I have a bunch of spots that I liked quite a bit. I liked, uh, <laughs> oh, I liked when Holiday Dead caught Sheik's crossbody and transitioned it into a back hole slam, black hole slam flatliner. I could yes. speak. <laughs> I could speak. I'm I sure can you can. Words. We've listened. We've been talking a lot this week. Oh my god! Oh, I'm just remembering now. Dark Sheet took a horrible looking bump with the leg drop that she hit and whipped because <laughs> yeah. she got so much height just to whip the thing. Like God, her back must be killing her. Yeah, yeah, this one was brutal. Uh, I believe Holly Dead ends up taking this one home with yeah, her she uh, hit with the her angel face buster. Yeah, the angel wings. That's it. Uh. This was this match was solid. I didn't I didn't think it I it didn't it didn't like it didn't hit me as hard as the last one did. Mm. But I thought this one was very good. I, I I'm not gonna lie, I'm I'm torn because like I want to give it the mark out, but I'm also got like in the high meh territory kind of. Situation. I'm gonna give it the meh because I don't think I'm 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 not as high on it as you were. Mm. <laughs> man, before I give my grid a man, what do you think? Uh, I'm giving a low man. <laughs> low Matt? Okay, fair enough. Okay. Well, I'll fix the. Uh, you know what? Three is three of a kind. I'll give it the high meh. All right. The <laughs> complete All right. spectrum. We'll, we'll, we'll go through the whole the whole spectrum of meh. Meh. The whole spectrum of yeah. it was okay. <laughs> I very much a fan of this match. All right. But granted, I, I love me my technical wrestling. So. Fair enough. <laughs> uh, let's get into the next one. We got Edith Surreal, formerly known as Still Life of Apricots and Pears. Uh, first, yeah. So yeah. Edith Surreal. Before this, her name was uh, Still Life with slash Apricots and Pears was her full wrestling name. But, but now it's but now it has been recently changed to Edith Surreal. I like wrestling names are just so funny sometimes. Yeah. Like you can legitimately name yourself anything, and it'll be a wrestling name. Yeah. Yes, uh, you can. Edith Surreal also used to go by they them pronouns, but re- but uh, recently did change to she her. So good for her. Yes. Well, that's interesting. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so let's talk about Edith Surreal versus Lady Pro. This was this, so sick. This was a fucking hard hitting matchup. These two kicked this the shit one. out of each other. Uh, Edith was giving me big lucha vibes, and then. Let's talk about Lady Frost and her fucking straight up Lady Gaga entrance with that fucking outfit. Yeah, and yeah. Lady Frost Ooh. is great. She yeah, Lady Frost is super it. cool. And she's way like she is way too cute with her little fucking frosty hair and that dark <laughs> spot. This girl, she's the coolest wrestler around. Seriously, oh I want to be friends with her, but I'm like, nah, <laughs> I'm too much of a fucking nerd. That's not gonna work. I just thought it was funny how they were calling Lady Frost the coolest wrestler around. Like it's just a, it's such a like she is very cool, but also it's such a stupid pun. Like I, I love how all her signature moves are just like a pun on I like I there were so many moves here where they were like, I did not know that was called the Frosted Mini Weeks kick or whatever it was. Oh my I, was God. Just, I was like these fucking names. I love yeah. fucking there puns. Were man. A ton of those. Yeah, it was it was it was great. Um, there I'm was a lot of though. This match was short, and I wanted yeah. to go longer. Yeah, that was that was one note I have here. My my last note on this is kind of wish it was longer, because this one, it, it, this one, the, these two absolutely beat the crap out of each other. But it ended like kind of out of nowhere. It was like t- 
two or three minutes, I think, or like you know, maybe a as, little longer. As as Michael Cole would say, out of nowhere. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, hit the, uh, the fruit roll, Florida. right? You're right. It's hot as fuck. They're tired. It's midday. Everybody was drinking the other night. Like, <clears throat> of course, it ended. I think it ended perfectly. It came to a natural conclusion. But I'm also a okay. fan of the short matches. <laughs> so i'm like why are we gonna extend this you can do the job in five minutes do the job in five minutes mm. fair enough i would have i just would have loved to see these two go some more because they were they were really they really pulled me in with this match because they were absolutely killing each other and i was like i was like please give me more of this it rules <laughs> but then all of a sudden it was like pinfall i was like no yeah, yes but f- no <laughs> like <laughs> yeah surreal hit the uh the fruit roll up right yeah the, the fruit roll up the the modified it's fruit fucking- roll up I was fucking dying when they said, like, I don't catch all the names of all the moves, but the fucking fruit roll-up piece had me fucking dying. Like, mm-hmm. not only are wrestling names silly as hell, your moves can be silly too. Like, yeah. we yeah. don't discriminate here. That's one of my favorite, or- like, Orange Cassidy has a, has a pin like that, but he calls it the mousetrap, and I always thought that was great too. Mm. <laughs> that game sucks. You spend like a half hour to put it together, and then you can't um, play it. Wow, no, that game was... sucks because there isn't a there isn't an open game of mousetrap in existence that ha- that still has all the pieces. And if you yeah, still have dude. all the pieces to mousetrap, you're a psychopath. <laughs> I wow. the last thing I heard here was a fucking mousetrap. I haven't heard anyone ever speak about mousetrap. I don't think I've ever heard anyone talk about that again. You play that me. game once. And then you and open it again done. for the second time and you're missing a bunch of pieces. Or you're just like, fuck it, I'm not doing this. Pull out the fucking candy line. I don't need this shit. <laughs> you don't even play Mousetrap. You set it up and, and you realize like, oh. how long that takes and then you throw it in the trash. <laughs> you because set it up, you, you make it go once because it's cool, then you're like, all right, I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> or you'll actually knock all the thing over and you're like, oh, fuck this. I'm done with this. <laughs> Dude, games like that are just bullshit. Who has the patience for that kind of setup? What do you expect of us? Yeah, right. It's terrible. Anyway, back to this match. Uh, what are, what, no, it's okay. I, Major listen, tangent. I, I love ta- I love I love tangents, especially ones about uh, shitty board games. <laughs> anyway, uh, what are we giving Edith Surreal versus Lady Frost here in terms of uh, rating? This one's going to be a high and from me because I really enjoyed Lady Frost and all of her little gymnastic flips all over the place. It was so much fun. I think I'm in agreement with Amanda here. I'm giving it the high meh. I, I'm going to be the stick. I'm giving it the meh. Okay. The one, the thing <gasps> Zach, that got Zach, me. Zach, I know, I know Zach and, he's, and he said it's mad, he's mad that it ended so quickly. Yes, that is literally, <laughs> the, I'm not even kidding. That was literally what pro, what took me down. Was I finished it and I was like, that was really short and I'm I'm kind of I'm a little sad about that I'm not gonna it's like go more I'm like keep going yeah like the fruit roll-up happened I was like wait what are the matches okay then (laughs) I still cannot with the fruit (laughs) roll-up it's very good it's a very good name uh let's get into the next match on this card we got Trisha Dora taking on Tasha Steele I love Trisha Dora Oh, Trisha Dora. We watched we and recently for Indie Waters. We watched her versus Tony. What Tony Deppin? Tony Deppin in an hour long Iron Man match. <sighs> Those two absolutely um, beat the crap out of each other. Who has the fucking Lion King music entrance music that turns into like crazy house music? Who does that belong to? I believe. I, I think that was I don't know. 
think that was all of a sudden i'm hearing the ah from fucking lion king and then so you're like is that the fucking lion king song and then all of a sudden it transitions into house music and you're just like this might have been the sickest piece of music i will ever hear (laughs) i have no idea hold on i'll find it i'll find it right now you talk about the yeah while while he figures that out i was right it's adora it was Trisha Dora. It was okay. fucking, of yeah. course, Trisha Dora would come out with the fucking Lion King. Okay. The only Same. fucking note I have is about that fucking <laughs> Because I was still just, like, that just took over the whole match for me. <laughs> Understandable. Uh, it was a bop and a half. Mm-hmm. Uh, so for me, I really liked how Trish showed off her, her hardcore tactical side. Yes. How she was, she kept taking Tasha Steeles to the mat. Uh, and just absolutely ripping her apart piece by piece with like submission holds and stuff. Mm-hmm. Tasha had some good looking shit too here. There was like, I think at the beginning of the match, she had like a really good looking back elbow, like off the mm-hmm. ropes. And I was like, oh shit. I was like, okay. Yeah. I I was surprised that Hogan didn't get involved at all in this match either. She did a little um, bit. Like a little bit. Like part of me was kind of expecting more. You know what, what I mean? What do you got, Amanda? Um, is this like Hogan of the Hogans? No. No, this is Kira like Ke- I feel Hogan. terribly dumb asking these questions no that's okay fine this is this is her this is um uh tasha Steele's tag team yeah the two of them are mega heel or heel with hell so i was like i was kind of expecting her to pull trish's leg but she didn't and i was like kira hogan is gonna get involved for sure kira hogan is also a black woman so she's not part of the hogan family you know (laughs) the other hogan family third cousins (laughs) twice removed type shit you don't know somebody with the milkman Oh, my. it could be a thing, guys. No, but then, yeah, not, no, not not those Hogan's. Not not, not those. This is not that one. Not that um, one. <laughs> but yeah, this this match was. I thought this match was solid. Uh, yeah. Adora really showed off her technical skill. Steels showed off her heavy strikes and just awesome move set. And uh, with with a little bit of involvement from Kira, just, just a little, little bit. bit. I thought that Adora uh, did a great job of selling Steels' offense too here. Like there was a point where she got hit with a stunner by Steels, and like it was such a unique but fitting one. Like she like seized up and then fell backwards when she hit the mat. Mm-hmm. And I remember thinking to myself, that was those are my favorite stunner cells where it's like Hoo! it was like um the one <laughs> gif you'll ever see of of like what said Tina Morella hit the cobra on I forgot who he hit at the cobra, but the person like just like twitched and fell over. And I was like, what a fun way to sell that fucking move. It's so I wish like that happened more, like where people just like seized and like dead fell. Don't try to catch yourself. Just let the fall happen. One of my favorite one of those. I think I think me and Zach just talked about this, but it was during an, an NXT takeover. It was during the North American title ladder match, but it was the first time they oh ever had God. the North American title. Uh, it was Adam Cole was super kicking everybody. He like super kicked everybody <laughs> out of the ring, and then Ricochet comes off the top rope and Adam Cole catches him with a super kick as he's coming down and Ricochet <laughs> just stiffens up like a board and just falls backwards. <laughs> and it's he's one done. of the best sells of the super kick I've ever seen in my entire life. Love he it. still does that. It's if you great. hit Ricochet just right, he'll just fucking seize and fall. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. Oh, man. So Trisha Doratasha steals what are we giving this one? I gave this one a meh. I also gave this one a meh. I'm only giving it a meh instead of a low meh because of that goddamn entrance music. Fair enough. Fair enough, indeed. Uh, let's, all right, next match on the card, we got Billy Starks taking Woo! on Alley Cat. 
Yeah, yeah. Uh, the, the main event of the night, uh, besides what we're going to get to after this, but uh, it's not really a match per se. <laughs> it's a fun time. Uh, that that main event one was like a softcore porno, man. <laughs> we'll get there. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay. This I Billy Starks Alley Cat. Alley Cat's my girl. She's the mm-hmm. first. In, okay, so she was the first female independent wrestler I ever saw. Nice. She was my very first wrestling t-shirt. Nice. So I have like a soft spot for Alley Cat. And I recently heard that she may not do her cat face anymore and change her name. And I'm saddened by this news. Possibly. Also, fun fact, on my water bottle, you guys, Amanda and Ashley from How to Talk Your Friend Impression, share the water bottle with Alley Cat. Oh, <laughs> it's perfect. That's great. <laughs> It's a perfect pairing. <laughs> yeah, I got the Alley Cat sticker on one side and the uh, the How to Talk to Your Friend about wrestling every Thursday here on the Cat on Network. Go check it out. Oh. <laughs> nice plug. Nice plug. I, I yeah. Speaking of her changing her her name and her get, I was Possibly. not expecting Alley Cat to come out with as a serious heel in this match, but I fucking love the attitude. Oh, she we brought. got we got we got aggressive Alley Cat. She last time in. Zach, I, last time we saw Alley Cat, she was taking on Levi Everett. Who, if you don't know, is a wrestler whose whole gimmick is that he's an Amish person, and he comes what? out. He comes out with like the blue button down. He has the big Amish beard. He has the like jeans. He, he has like jeans and suspenders like pulled up this high. Uh, he has he his whole he comes out with a butter churner. Like his shut whole, the fuck up. What is yeah, this look up, name again? Look up Levi, Levi Everett. Everett. I'm gonna fall like, in love. Alley with Cat him. was having him like rubbing her stomach. Yeah, and like. Have it, and it was like petting him, and then she comes on this match, and she's just like the like, shit out of stars. It's time to get serious, and she oh my god, rip Billy Star. How old is this boy? Is he even old know. enough to be? Oh my god! Yep. Well, I'm a favorite wrestler to look at. My but yeah, gosh. Levi Everett, very funny. Uh, he he had a match with uh, Ali Cat at GCW. Take care. Yes. Which That's so funny. Uh, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> I, I thought about something that I immediately forgot what I was going to say. There um, are two spots in this match that this I would match. talk about. But... We, keep, we keep going off track. Yes. Alley Cat <laughs> Billy Starks. Alley what Cat came think? out super aggressive. I was so I was super into uh, super aggressive Alley Cat instead of uh, instead of like uh, rub rub my stomach and let me do and like let me chicken out of the suicide dive. Uh, Alley Cat who is like being a cat. But this is just like <laughs> Alley Cat being like, no, 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 I'm here to murder you. <laughs> <laughs> She's like a legit Alley Cat now. Oh, yeah. oh shit. Yeah. Got there. We did it. Yeah. Mikey had been telling me at Take Care that Alley Cat does like deathmatch stuff. And he showed me pictures of her. I was like, yeah. shit. But this is like the first time I got to see her like legit go and not be Alley Cat like the cat. <laughs> Fuck, man. <laughs> Yeah, I've seen Alley Cat do some hardcore stuff. She had like a she had like a death match with uh uh man uh was it Manders or what I think Manders I is a wrestler. I think it was Manders. It was either Manders <laughs> or it was um oh my god, name slipping me. Uh Mance Warner. I was gonna one. say that, but I didn't want to say you'd be like no, and you'd be like, oh fuck. No, it was Mance Warner, yeah, it was the other one. Like <laughs> it was it was one of those two. But yeah, oh Alley Cat gets brutal sometimes. And this was like, this was like right between Deathmatch Alley Cat and like Silly Alley Cat. This was just like, I'm going to fight you. But she showed up in her cat makeup and outfit. Mm-hmm. And he's like, I'm going to beat your ass. I mean, you can't not at this point. It's, 
It's like the equivalent of like a clown coming out and you're like, oh, this could be fun. And then the clown just like takes his gloves off and looks like I'm going to fuck your shit and beats yeah. your ass in the middle <laughs> of the ring. So this this match wasn't all about Alley Cat, though. Billy Starks also put in the work in this match, I thought. Oh, yeah. She what had a, some great strikes in this match. One of my favorite spots is when Alley Cat uh, ran into the corner and Starks like lifted her feet up. Alley Cat caught her feet and went to go throw them over the ropes. But mm-hmm. then Starks bounced back and hit it in Siguri. Yes, that was that good. That was sweet. Oh, man. <laughs> I, I gotta give Starks props because she sold this all really well. There was a combination. She, sold, she, her, she sold her back really well this whole match. Yes. Like her back hurting really well this whole match. Especially since Alley Cat hit that sidewalk slam off the top into Death Valley Driver into Texas Pile Driver. And Which she I, kicked out of, by the way. Oh, she kicked out. No I was big like, deal. The fuck. I was like, hell the hell. And then, God, that finish, man. That before we get into the finish, oh, yeah, uh, Amanda, just, any 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 stuff oh. that stuck out stuck out to you in this match? Well, the stuff that stuck out to me was not wrestling related, and I feel really bad. Say it, <laughs> hey, say, say whatever, say whatever stuck out to you. Okay, so like the crowd starts meowing at a point. Yes, for that, that was that, super cute. That's Alley Cat's <laughs> chat. Everyone goes meow, meow, exactly. meow, meow. So good. I was so happy about that. Alley Cat has also improved from the last time that I had seen her. Um, yeah, I don't want to say she's sloppy, but like it has tightened up a bunch, and I'm mm-hmm. proud of her for that. Nice, nice. And the crowd got bigger at this point, which I was yes. very happy about. <laughs> we had we had an actual crowd at this point. People started waking up from their Friday night stupors. <laughs> yes, so that was super helpful. Um, and they did this like back and forth roll up thing, kind of in the beginning. Which mm-hmm. at one point I was like, "Y'all need to figure it out. Who's getting?" <laughs> the pin <laughs> who's getting pinned and who isn't who's getting but they just like kept it was one two nope now we're on the other one one two nope now we're back over here again now we're mm-hmm. over here again. it was just it's like when you're watching tennis and you just go back and forth yeah <laughs> mm. like who's gonna get it this time uh but yeah the finish of this match was kind of crazy god uh, that oh. uh billy billy starks goes for the swanton bomb but ellie cat gets her knees up and then she locks in that Boston Crab and then hits the bridge. Yeah, bridges <laughs> and head starts feet almost touching the back of her head. Fucking it's super sick. Brutal. It, what do they call that? Like in internet videos where someone falls on their face and their feet scorpion. go the scorpion? Yeah, scorpion. like when they get scorpion. <laughs> That's what it looked like happened to Billy Kay. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man, it was... I was like, Jesus Christ, okay. <laughs> It was and they finished, minute. and they were like just back to hugging each other and being like, "Oh yeah, we're." Fr-. I'm like, <laughs> I love that. I there was I was watching a like a, a short documentary about deathmatch wrestling, and mm-hmm. the whole match, these two were like putting like staples in each other's head. They were doing the skewers. They were like grinding each other's heads with a, a a cheese grater, and then like the camera followed them backstage, and they were like, "Yeah, I think that went pretty well." <laughs> like, what? How are you oh having like, a normal conversation right now? <laughs> You're like, what? You two destroyed each other. How are you just like chilling? How are you just like boys? Like what? Big chilling. That, that, I'm all that, about sportsmanship. Man, that's what boggles my mind about the death match world is that these these people could just do like such heinous things to each other. And then they get to the back and they're like, whew, I think you think they like that one? That was a good match, right? Like, <laughs> <laughs> like bro, you just had skewers sticking out of your forehead. Oh, oh. Ashley told me about a match with that, and I was like, "Don't show it to me. I'm not there ready." Plenty of that this weekend. We uh, we have we we still have spring break to review. And which, that one, oh boy, well, there's a match going up there that's 
probably going to be a lot of skewers. Yeah, we, yeah. Atticus Koger and Masada, both of their signature weapons are bundles of skewers. What the fuck? Oh my... The... Yeah. Is it it's, like it's... the arrow thing where you see the guy with the arrow through his head that's a headband? Are they just yeah. headband skewers? No, 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 no. These, these guys literally put like the sharp end like this, like on the forehead, and then they'll take their head and just go bop, 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 and then let oh! go. And then they let go, and the skewers are just sticking out. Yeah. On, like of the person's head, just like off, just like standing oh. on their own. That's how. Yeah, they're like in there, in there. Oh my God. It's, it's, Deathmatch wrestling. Woo, deathmatch wrestling. Yeah. We'll get we'll get speaking of deathmatch wrestling. That's another one we have to get to later. Wink. <laughs> See you then. Oh. See, we'll talk about uh later. We'll talk wait later. Yeah, it'll be later. <laughs> later. No, next up, actually, right? No, spring break. No. Then planet death. No, planet death was oh planet right. Death it, was after, after, it was after, after Effie's. Effie's. So yeah. So later we're gonna be talking about uh Alice Cologne's Planet Death, so stay tuned for that. <laughs> but, um, we'll, get, we'll get into some brutal, brutal stuff. Alright. Anyway, back to Alley Cat Billy Starks. The What's finish the... of this match, the bridge, absolutely bonkers. Uh, it looked like Alley Cat was trying to rip Billy Starks' legs off. Certainly <laughs> uh, did, certainly did. And Billy Starks and hats to tap out. She's been selling her back this whole match. Uh, that was just the end of it. Billy Starks taps out basically immediately as soon as Alley Cat bridges. Mm. Uh, and this one's over. Alley Cat wins. And uh, I thought this one was sick. I, oh, totally. I enjoy this one a lot. Yeah, I'm giving this one the high meh, I think. Safe. I don't think it hit the mark out for me, but I think it's definitely up there in terms of good matches. I agree. I think this one was a mark out for me. All right. We got nice. one. We got one out of it. We got one. We got one, yay! All right, Ali Cat and Billy Starks did it. <laughs> I think I think everyone had a mark out on this card at one point. So yeah, oh, yeah. nice. All right, or if anything was close. Yeah, I, uh, th- this one was this one was solid. So that that's that's Ali Cat versus Billy Starks. Uh, last but not least, we we cannot go with that. We cannot review Ali Cat's real hot girl shit without reviewing Faye Jackson's gray sweatpants battle royal with. Competitors such as JTG, D-Rogue, Daniel Garcia, Darius Carter, Devin Monroe, Eel O'Neal, Funny, Bo- Funny Bone, Ice Williams, <laughs> Ice Williams, Casey Navarro, Keith Mack, Kenny Bengal, Lee Moriarty, Bo Atlas, Montana Black, Mysterious Q, PB Smooth, Ricky Shane Page, Shug D, and Surprise Entrant Jazz. Woo! Oh. Got this. Wow. That was a big one. <laughs> with special commentary from with special commentary from, from Fire Flavors and Kira Hogan, which by the way, Tasha I haven't said it Kira yet. Hogan Fire Flavor. Yes, by the way, the commentaries before this, which are Billy Dixon and Sam Laterna, you guys did a fucking awesome job. I thought I this was the it. best. Com- I thought this was the best comment. I thought so they had good. the best commentary of the weekend. It was great. Mm-hmm. For I know, I know, Amanda wasn't into it. Amanda wasn't feeling it. <laughs> But, gonna stay silent. Why did you have to out me? Because you, you said it before. Damn. <laughs> like, I thought we were off the record when I said it the first time. Maybe we weren't. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't know what's on the record at all. We have been recording so much. I don't know what I've what's on the record and what's not at this point. It's all blended. <laughs> I mean, eventually the commentators like woke up and gave me some energy I was looking for, but it was overall a slow start. In my yeah, opinion. that's fair. But I, don't fair know. I I I really like. 
I really like Sam and Billy on commentary. I thought they were for, so for me, funny. Out of out of all the commentary I heard this weekend, they were definitely my favorite pairing. No bad. I meant to say Fire and Flavor. I thought were fucking hilarious. Oh, they they sold this great Battle was... Royal better than anyone ever could have. <laughs> Their dudes were coming out was so good. <laughs> I was watching. I was watching. I like a like. I had my I had my speaker set to a good volume where everything sounded like like not too loud. And then fire and flavor on commentary, and I was like, I need to lower this because <laughs> they were just screaming about everybody, and it was oh, great. They were so into this. My favorite. I, I love mean... when people would show up and be like, "What are you doing out here?" Yeah. Oh my god, yes. Who? My favorite was like, I know that music. I know yeah. that music. Who is it? I know that music. Oh, oh my god. god. The, I forgot who got it, but it was <laughs> like... It was, um... it was uh, somebody, I don't know, it was one of the two, but they were like, I can't watch this anymore when KC Navarro came out. Like, that's, <laughs> like, that's my brother. <laughs> Fully was... understand why you wouldn't want to see your brother in the grace. I don't know if it's actually her brother, but like, it's she was... like one of those like, friends, I don't know. Friends, yeah. I also loved how Suge D and the Wholesome Squad were the bad guys in this match. <laughs> Who was the whole didn't he bring a Bible? Suge D brought a Bible with him. Suge D came in in jeans, a tank top, and a Bible. And he half the guys in the they were Okay, I'm, I'm coming to the defense of Suge D right now. Suge Uh-oh. D, they kept saying he wasn't wearing gray sweatpants. But if you look closely, he was wearing dark gray sweatpants, but he had shorts over the sweatpants. He was pulling a Darby Allen. Yes. Shorts over pants. He also yeah. came to the ring with a Bible, in which case commentators said, and I quote, that's not, get that shit. That's not, it's not the place <laughs> like, for the Bible. I don't Bible. want to be struck down right now. Exactly. Oh they were like, I'm not going to be struck down, but the Bible is probably not the place where this is, <laughs> this is going to be fitting in. And then Shoki started beating <laughs> people down with the Bible. And they were like, I wouldn't be doing that. that you're asked for the Lord's wrath. We beat people with the Bible. Uh, can we, <laughs> can we just talk about uh, the spot, the the dance spots. Please, I'll say, please tell me you're oh about the dance number. There was, there was two. There was two dance numbers. There was one, First one where it was like five of them. I think it was. I know Daniel Garcia was a big part of it because he did the worm. Yes. Um, yes. and then Ricky Shane Page got up because <laughs> he showed oh, was so close to dancing. I'm so four four zero fucking ruined this moment, or we could have had fucking male stripper Ricky Shane Page. And I would have paid any amount of money to see it. Oh well, you wouldn't have gotten it back because he stole all the money <laughs> after the fact. As he left, <laughs> RSP, the, the crowd was like throwing dollar bills to them. Heel, being the absolute <laughs> heel he is, didn't dance at all, stole all the singles, eliminated <laughs> himself, and ran with the money. <laughs> Loved it so much. That sounds like some Florida man shit. That's what he did. <laughs> oh my god. What else? Oh, you're reminding me now of a huge. I love Darius Carter this match because he walked in with a three piece suit. Oh my god, yeah. That was reckless as hell. In that weather, where people literally were having heat strokes the day before and vomiting on the ring because they were too hot. Well, yeah. not only a three piece suit, but he also had a fucking scarf around. Yeah, yeah a scarf, Woo! a full suit. Full uh, suit. Oh, Darius, like, but are you going to church something like this after this match? Like, that was so funny. <laughs> <laughs> also he was like he was like when i win this and win and elevate myself using your name how are you gonna feel bay jackson's like you're wearing a three-piece suit you're gonna pass out from each stroke you're not winning nothing i was like, <laughs> like oh, get him. it's like this bob abomination everything he's like why are you here then <laughs> like <laughs> shut up you're here you showed up <laughs> like that. i was like 
Faye was ready with the clapbacks today. Oh my 100%. god. Oh man. Uh, some of the entrances were a bit much. Daniel Garcia coming out with some <laughs> like, magic mic fucking entrance Jesus. killed me. Oh, Daniel my. Garcia was into this. <laughs> Came so out, into it. full dance, poured a full bottle of water over himself, came right into the ring. <laughs> Commentators were like, oh my God. Did he even, like, did he pour the water bottle on his bare chest or did he just, like, crotch shot the whole thing? It looks like he crotch shot <laughs> the whole thing because there was that wet spot on his sweatpants the rest of the match. Yep. Which part of me is like, okay, the gray sweatpants, that's totally a winner. But now it just looks like you pissed yourself, yep. bud. Yeah, that was a little bit distracting because JTG ended up doing the same thing like later in the match where he yes. splashed water on himself. Yep. Oh my god. And it just looked like he had a big piss, piss stain on his pants. I was like, come on. Oh my, my god. guys, you're not thinking this through. It's different when it's a wet t-shirt contest. You mm-hmm. can pour it over yourself. It looks appropriate. If you pour it all over your crotch, <laughs> you look like Billy Madison. <laughs> oh man. Which I guess for some people that does things. So who am I to say? Oh my god. <laughs> Oh, I loved how when Jazz, this is later in the match, like towards like the final like six, Jazz comes in and the crowd oh, yeah. pops. Everyone's happy. Commentators like pulling over how much of a legend Jazz is in this industry. And then Shug D fucking eliminates her by hitting her hands with the Bible when she's hanging onto the rope. And yeah. her face like, no, 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 no. no. You should have been a bit here. Get him out. I'll get him away. And then the enforcers, because we had the four enforcers, which was like Dixon. Sahara Seven and two others who I can't remember. And the I didn't hear the names, but I knew one of them looked familiar. And it fucking Sahara Seven, that's why. Yeah, and it was, they had their, the official twerker all got into the ring and just shook, <laughs> shook out of the ring. Yeah, they had the official, the official girl twerker, that was twerking yeah. out on the entrance for the entire match. She was. Every time somebody came out, she was twerking. At first, yeah. I thought it was just some girl who was just dancing, and then there's like we had the official twerker. Nope. I was like, "Oh, that's oh, that's just the thing that's we just, have." Here. I want that's that just, job. That's just her please. job. Yeah, right. How uh, do I get that job? <laughs> I also want to put over commentary when uh, Jazz came out because to commentary, like I said, like 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 we all know, was uh, Tasha Steeles and uh, Kira Hogan, who recently beat. Jazz and Jordan Grace in a tag team match oh, for yeah, the titles. That tournament, um, yeah, I forgot and de- about that. And defended their titles against Jazz, at, successfully defended their titles against Jazz and Jordan Grace. So they were putting over Jazz as this legend, and they were like, "Yeah, but she couldn't beat us." And I was oh, like, "Yeah, I forgot <laughs> about that." Oh, nice. I was like, "Yeah, put yourselves over too." <laughs> yeah. Oh man! Oh my gosh, that's so funny. <laughs> I'd be reminiscent not to talk about the uh, the second dance number, which led to the ending of this, though. Yes, yeah. the second so, dance number was it was Daniel Garcia again, JTG, and and Mysterious from, Q. Right, they were the last Gar- three. Right. Mysterious Q, who came in masked, and then Faye Jackson was like, "Nah, nah, 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 take the mask <laughs> off." And this guy was fucking gorgeous. Yeah, and it's like, beautiful. why were you hiding that? <laughs> my guy. I'm a terrorist, literally the exact. And she's like, "Oh my god, just don't, don't ever put the mask on." Yeah, like, don't you ever put that mask back on ever again. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god. So they're getting to the dance number. <laughs> JTG and Garcia are literally both about to go right, get right into it, and then just Q just blasts them from behind, chucks yeah. them both over the top rope. They're just clinging onto the top for dear life. They flip him over, which is karma. Mm-hmm. And then I love how they're fight- <laughs> they're fighting on the outside. And Garcia's like, I'm getting into the ring. And JTG kicks the middle rope, which should have, in theory, crutched Garcia. But then Garcia's like, ha-ha, 
I have a cup. <laughs> I had a cup. And JTG idiot. just bounces him off the rope. Yeah, that was so fucking dumb. Garcia was like showing off how smart he was, and the JTG's like, "Get out of here now!" Like, bounce. <laughs> While he's bragging, he was like, "And you're done." I love Daniel Garcia. It's kind of hilarious. You get this like side of him that's so into like this like I... entertaining thing when he's literally got a catchphrase of "If he dies, he dies" when he wrestles. Yeah. I absolutely yeah we've seen Daniel Garcia go to powerbomb somebody and he was so pissed off that they kept kicking out that he just said at this point he was like if they if he dies he dies to see that guy never have expected that yeah to see that guy be so into this hold up inside of him amazing great sweatpants man they do great sweatpants everyone everyone it, it really, it really kind of warmed my heart because everyone absolutely put their all into this for, for Faye sure. Jackson. Yeah, yeah. Like, oh, and, and the it, promo afterwards by Dixon. The the promo beforehand was also very good. Where yes. uh, uh, Jackson was like, "Listen, real quick, Grace Sweatpants Hall of Fame, Shad Gaspar. Oh. He he was like, she was like, they were like him and JTG were the first when they first heard about this." They were the first to come to me and be like, hey, if you need us to cut any promos, let us know. If you need anything, let us know. Let us know about how ticket sales are. Like, they wanted to be involved so bad. Uh, so she gave the, the shout out to Chef Gaspar in the beginning, which I which warmed my heart. It was very heartwarming. And then, <laughs> then Dixon almost cried on the promo afterwards where they actually gave Faye her flowers. And they mm-hmm. all got out of the ring. <laughs> it's very wholesome, especially because JTG had just stripped after before JTG this. JTG just won straight down to his <laughs> underwear and was given a flashlight as a prize and then oh, they went into the heartfelt no. stuff yes because they were going to sell his sweatpants off for charity yep his wet ass sweatpants and then they went to this wholesome ass promo where they all had the nice moment with Faye Jackson listen I get it I get I get that I get like selling the sweatpants for charity but like in that heat I would not want those sweatpants <laughs> What? They were probably sweaty. They were probably sweaty as there's some woman out there that's like, I want that. I don't yeah, like I don't even want to hear anything about it because there are men that buy smelly women's underwear. So it's totally this is very true. You got me there, you got me there. Totally a thing. All right. Oh man. So that 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 was a doozy. Is that is Ellie Cat's real hot girl shit. Uh, as a as an as a whole, what are we giving this pay per view? Like, just in general for Alex Real Hot Girl shit, what's the rating we're giving it? Hmm. I think I'm giving I'll go. I'm giving it to High Met. I thought it was very good. I thought it was a very entertaining pay per view. I was into a lot of the matches. The Gray Sweatpants Battle Royal was so fun. I thought in general this was a solid pay per view by Alley Cat. Um, mm-hmm. solid booking. Everything I think went really well. There was there was no like major fuck-ups in terms of the card you know yeah um so in that in that in terms of that i'm going with the high meh for this one i'm in the same mindset i also gave it a high meh i actually did realize we i don't think we gave anything for the sweatpants but i'm not gonna oh yeah the gray sweatpants battle royal are we giving that a rating um i feel like on one hand like i could but at the same time like (laughs) i'm I'm just kidding you know what just just because of what it means and because of who ran it and because of everything, I'm just gonna give it the mark out. I was gonna give it just because I respect the wow. fact that everyone was so into this. Like they, they yeah. could have Every, asked this so everyone easily. Everyone involved in this match, whether they were wrestling in it, whether they made it, whether they were just on the sidelines, or whether they were the official worker, everyone put their absolute <laughs> heart and soul into this. 
And that really just gave it that mark out for me just because everyone who was involved absolutely worked their ass off. What do you think, Amanda, for the match itself before we go into the full thing for the rest for you and I? Um, you know, <laughs> the, all right, to borrow from my own podcast, there's a lot of like 10 out of 10 would bang factors going on with the <laughs> sweatpants match. So we might get a mark out just based on that alone <laughs> fair enough yeah fair enough. i think we're gonna we're gonna go with a mark out on that yeah. fair enough there we go i'm gonna say based like solely based on daniel garcia that guy was trying really hard <laughs> Yo, he, he put he put everything he had into this one he, and I loved he had it. the moves yeah he did he was practicing <laughs> <laughs> oh man um, all right now let's zach you giving this one a rating I'm giving it a high man as well. Basically okay. the same thing. Solid show. There was not a bad show on the card. I thought it picked up towards the end. There were two matches. There were like a couple matches in particular that I really liked. And I thought the Battle Royal, from a thing I didn't know anything about, I had so much fun watching this. Yeah. Uh, Amanda, what are you giving the show as a whole? Mm, I'm going to give it a meh. Just a okay. solid meh. There were right. like great moments, but I felt overall it just needed more energy. Maybe that's due to the time of day. <laughs> like <laughs> if it had been later in the day, maybe the energy would have been there. But um, I mean, uh, overall it was fun. I love, I cannot stress enough how much I want like full female cards. Yeah. Give mm-hmm. me, there are plenty of female wrestlers. They're fucking fantastic. Let's see more of it. They really are. Hell yeah. I agree with that 100%. All right. Well, that is Alley Cat's Real Hot Girl Shit. Next up, we are reviewing uh, Spring Break. Uh, our Spring Break, <laughs> RSP Spring Break, Ricochet Page's Spring Break, formerly known as Joey Janela's Spring Break, of oh course. Uh, yeah, so the story about that is that it was originally, oh, it was always been Joey Janela's Spring Break, but at GCW Take Care, which is a favorite of me and Zach attended, uh, <laughs> him, Joey Janela, and Ricochet Page had a match, and if Ricochet Page won, he took control of Spring Break. Uh, and during that match, mm-hmm. Joey Janela's tag team partner, friend, also tag team partner, uh, turned on him and caused him to lose the match, which made it Ricky Shane Page's spring break. It was Ricky Shane Page's spring break presented by 440, <laughs> who are the heliest heels of GCW. And if a <laughs> spring break is any indicator of what this show might be like, this show should be fucking great. Yeah. Uh, but before we get into that, uh, I just want to give Amanda a second to plug anything she has to plug. Oh my god. Uh, I guess I should plug my own podcast, huh? <laughs> you know, <laughs> You're like, this is the time to do that. Um, How to Talk to Your Friend About Wrestling. It is a podcast where my best friend of 20 years, Ashley, teaches me about this wonderfully huge never-ending world of wrestling. I learn vocabulary. I'm trying to learn move names, but Jesus, they're so hard. Oh, (laughs) Some of them are a doozy. It's already hard enough remembering wrestler names, if I'm being completely honest. Hey, I'm I'm there with you. Names, I'm the fucking worst of names. Names are hard, but you can find us anywhere you're already listening to podcasts, and then we have stickers and a button available on how to talk to your friend about wrestling, period big cartel period com i should say dot com i don't know why i always say the period part it's because i'm old yeah that's we don't have dots here we have periods i think (laughs) i think people get it i hope so so yeah and then we're a part of the amazing count out network and there's like a shit ton of shows on that so just check all of it out spend the day the whole day (laughs) listening to all the shows 
Yes, do <laughs> that. All very good. All Thanks right. for having me, guys. Of course, of it was course. A pleasure. We, it, yeah, it, it's been an absolute blast having you on for this one. Uh, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you so much for making the time of the day to coming out with us to talk talk about indie talk about indie wrestling and some real hot girl <laughs> shit. It was perfect. All right. Well, then let's move on to spring break. Hey, everybody. Mikey here. We'll actually be getting to spring break in part two coming out this Friday for the collective review. So go check that out when it drops. We're going to be reviewing spring break, planet death and Effie's big gay brunch in that one. We're so we were so excited to do this. We recorded so much content for the collective. uh, One of me and Zach's favorite times of year. Uh, and go remember to go check out all the other shows here on the Count Out Network. Like, I had to talk to a friend about wrestling. Amanda was just on uh, G1 and Only with Ryan. Hit the books with me and Ryan. Uh, your your dose of death with Lauren Rosenberg. Uh, go check those shows out here on the Count Out Network. And uh, go check out our website, countoutpod.com. And follow us on Twitter at countout, at countoutpod. So, yeah, see you guys in part two when it drops. Peace. <laughs> This has been a Count Out Podcast.